0: paid for it not to be there at the end and you're like tk
1: yeah no worries i mean whatever you we were doing before that local recording thing kind of popped up was working fine for oh hello
0: oh hey welcome uh, yeah, to we'll another podcast before... we seem to have gone live why I... Well, I i hit the button <laughs> the button on the top right that says start the broadcast i i i love this this uh this feeling of like we just um... happened
1: to accidentally podcast <laughs> like, every week it's it, it's uh, it's one of my favorite
0: <laughs> hey we're back actually at our normal time for once i mean i think if you think about it for yeah. the last month and a half the schedule's been, been playing around
1: with dates and times place. and everything there too and and so uh we, we had a few folks waiting we see some chatter in the chat bionic scoop we got sean Holland, at your doing? boy we got bray greg greg hey greg hey, dude, what's going on man. my tech Rolando. review
0: rolando's in the chat as well hey man excellent so yeah, um, um,
1: well, welcome to another episode, best of our week, where two cranky old tech nerds <laughs> chat out what their favorite tech of of the week was, and and we've got quite a bit. I mean, like it's so funny to me that I already feel like I've been living in 2023 for a while, and it's mm-hmm. we're only getting through the second week of it. I was going to say it's literally like...
0: the s- it's it's barely the second <laughs> week. We're not even all the way right. through the second week. Um, yeah, it, it's just been like that. I mean, last week for me has been like crazy, crazy bad. Yeah, running. You, you've been bouncing around, man. The the, the the every year I forget. I don't know why. Maybe there's like this magical thing where you always forget how bad how how much walking you do when you're in Vegas because we always come back and then you're like, oh crap, I got to walk all that much. Um, and, 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 you know, luckily the weather wasn't too bad. It rained a little bit, not a lot. I was, I was worried we were going to have another power outage. Like the, I think, was it the 2018 or
1: 2019, uh, CES, you know, yeah. power
0: outage in the main hall. Um, but it was, Freaky. it was, it was pretty, yeah, I, it, it was crazy, man. Uh, it was bad weather. And then everything goes dark and you're like, okay, this is Uh-oh. not good. Yeah. Uh-oh. Cause there's just so many people. Remember there's so much yeah. people and it's indoors. If there's no light, it's, you're bound to hit something. Um, but you know, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. Uh, I I still say though, didn't feel like it was a hundred percent back. There's still no. It, it still felt a little bit light. Yeah. Although there was there was more people than last year. I'll say you that. You know,
1: and, and I think because we talked about this, you you and um, Adam Dadd were kind enough to join me on my Monday morning stream. Yeah, uh just of course. With, with travel CES travel sort of fresh on the brain. Like right and, off the uh, book. Yeah. This this is this is kind of be nice because you've had a little time to kind of reflect about what some of your favorite parts and pieces were. Yeah. Um, but but this the, the main takeaway for me was seeing an organization, the 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 sort of the people behind Running CES every year, Mm -hmm. yeah, starting to figure out – and I don't know that they'll have an answer anytime soon. It might be another couple years before this question is sort of properly answered. But starting the process of redefining what is the value of a CES. Mm -hmm. um, And we've seen some trade shows really struggle with that. E3 is in miserable shape trying to figure out what – what is a gaming trade show look like? MWC yeah. seems like it's going to be really healthy this year. seems like it's going to be you a know, strong year I, for MWC. From, from the,
0: from the leaks and the things going on, I'm not going to lie to you. Oh yeah. I, <laughs> I'm, I am, I am trying my hardest to make my, myself appear in Barcelona during MWC and uh, trying yeah. really hard to try to figure out how to make that happen right now. I'm hitting a few mm-hmm. blue blocks, but it, but I've learned that very, very hardly this year. Like, I, there was a lot of tech. Yeah. I appreciate all the tech that was, uh, was shown For at sure. CES. but, very but little there's, of that there's, was mobile. But, but <laughs> like,
1: and beyond just not being mobile, because I don't know that CES is, I mean, I've been going to CES. I've been getting, like, those uh, the, those um, photo reminders. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is where you were 12 <laughs> years ago. And it's like, hey, it's me on them. the CES was, show floor. It,
0: as I was at CES, I was getting reminders yeah. of last year's. Oh, my God. Hey. Um,
1: but but when we look at, you know, like CES has never been the strongest mobile show. I think in years past there has been a stronger showing of mobile than what we sort of there, sort of there, think there of for a there modern was a CES. Year,
0: yeah, I was gonna say there was a few years where we've had, I mean, heck, LG's LG's last biggest mm-hmm. uh, announcement that we saw before they went you know kaput yes uh, was at CES twenty twenty for sure. You know what I mean, um, and and showing yeah, off some right.
1: fun vaporware too. But it, oh, it, absolutely! It, to me, is is now it's an opportunity to define, and, and I think there's a good niche beginning with automotive tech and with other oh kinds God, of yeah, lifestyle so tech. So much,
0: so much, and yeah, that
1: can absolutely. be that can be sort of the CES flavor. And then I, you know, that leaves us kind of open for maybe something like IFA taking over as more of like the the sort of kitchen home. They've always been really strong with, like, smart appliances and Uh, IoT uh, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. IFA IFA would be the opposite side of what what CES is for Europe. Because last year, I I was lucky enough to be able to go to both MWC and IFA. And I realized, literally, literally, I mean, for IFA, if it wasn't for Honor and for Huawei, they would have been no mobile. Uh, TCL was there, and they weren't showing off any of their their mobile devices. They were showing off the Nexware S, the the glasses Mm -hmm. that you were playing with. From that, if you haven't, by the way, for everybody watching the show, uh, if you haven't had a chance to check out that video, Juan dropped a an epic video comparison between some. Man, I've got some them of all on players. the bookshelf
1: behind me back here. So we basically we're like one glass, one glass,
0: one glass, absolutely. and we've
1: got Rokids and we've got Enreal. Oh, ooh, almost dropped them. Enreal airs. So we so just need.
0: I, and I've been lucky enough to say that I've been able to play with all three of those. Uh, one of the Rokid ones that I that basically stole from you for about a month and a half. And I'm I'm happy that you <laughs> let me that you weren't to me about it. I'll say this: I like yeah, yeah, the guy's cool. He's not calling me for it. I'm not going to call him. Um. So yeah, if you haven't had a chance to check it out, there's there there was a lot of talk also about that this this year at CES. But if, I feel like that's what EFA for me is a little bit more. Where like I mean, I yeah. think we talked about it on Monday on your show. Honestly, I probably would have benefited more had I put the money that I put towards CES. Although I drove to CES, I still had to pay for a hotel, accommodation, and stuff like Because I wasn't sponsored. Some other people were. I I normally never stress about that part for CES. It's yeah. so close that I was just gonna go either way. Um and then maybe you know put that money towards a ticket to to, for to sure. pay for the airfare. I was still yeah. like like seventy thirty,
1: maybe sixty forty, whether or not I was gonna go. I went a hundred. I ended up booking that job where it's like, oh, the deliverable on this will cover my mortgage. I you, should probably stay.
0: And what what so you did was the right thing to do. Yeah, and and you missed out on a lot of the fun. And I'll say this: yes, <laughs> you know, it, it, no, serious. I I I sent you that picture of the Shake <laughs> Shack we went to. Yeah, I seriously, I miss. I mean, obviously, I don't miss you walking around with Newegg all the time because it was such a you for know, sure. talked about like a couple of minutes and then you had to go. But, like, you know, we saw everybody. We saw a whole bunch of people. TCL was doing amazingly. They made an announcement yeah. today about their partnership with the NFL. They took us to their stadium. That's like, huge. There was yeah. such an amazing thing. Like, seriously, it was so much excitement going on with their TVs. Uh, I saw that they have like gaming, ultra wide gaming monitors. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of other things they don't talk about. But then when you go to their booth, sorry, um, you get to see some of the other stuff. So, gaming is a big part of what they're trying to do. Obviously, uh, you know, kitchen electronics and so on, they do all of that. But, there were there was basically a massive show in there. Um, our fo- our friends over at OnePlus were also there with their, uh, I forgot the name of the company. Um, I, I can't remember. Hold on. Uh... And I know I'll bring that. Oh, Navitas. So, uh, with the oh. uh the, the the company basically that puts the tech in their chargers, essentially what yeah. what we typically see as supervook. it's a company called Navitas, mm-hmm. and they were there and they were obviously collaborating. And I I have a can for you, and when I see you next time, I want to make sure to give it to you. I I brought. I don't know if you drink energy drinks, but it's it, regardless, you can have it. It's a super fluke energy drink. That's awesome. From OnePlus. because why not? If you're going to love your yeah. OnePlus device, might as well get the energy drink to match it. You
1: got my OnePlus uh, 10, like right here. Uh, and if I yeah. just need to juice up real quick, it's like, like the fastest. You're like, open it again
0: and just, you know, sh- shower. <laughs> uh, but no, it's a cool little thing. And they had a whole bunch that I was like, I, was, I actually took a few extra at the time. And I was just, every time <laughs> I saw somebody I'm like, Hey, you want energy? drink? I'm like, here you go. It looked like a pusher for some reason. Um, but yeah, Only I the do first one one's ready. free, Sonny Jim. <laughs> hey man, don't tell him. Don't don't tell him the trick, man. It's not supposed <laughs> to be there. <laughs> I don't know that that's so proprietary a business <laughs> model. I feel like that's been pretty well explored uh, for many years and well documented, actually, on many many. Uh, uh, you know how to catch a predator, kind of. No, just kidding. This um, <laughs> show's going south. Uh, but I do know definitely when I get a chance to see you, um, I want to uh, give. Oh, and then speaking of which, yeah. before I go too far on this, I know we talked about it before. Um, uh, mm-hmm. not a sponsor, not a thing from, you know, from anything other than but, them being ooh. just really cool people. Um, What's the folks there? over at, uh, extreme skins, sorry. Oh, sent, sent what, what'd you get? Both. What'd you get? What'd you get? So I got a few skins and I wanted to show them to you and I wanted to see which ones you wanted to get. So, Oh, I'm okay. Hoping, I'm hoping Sony is going to be nice to me. So let's say Sony, can you focus? Yes. So oh, those wait, are, know, are uh, so those are, those are oh, for yeah. pixels. Those are Pixel Seven Pro. Hold on, let me turn on the light because otherwise, here you are. Oh, so you thanks. guys so, so they're like te- ones te- kind they're of textured, like a
1: brushed. Yeah,
0: yeah. They're they're all like the first one's kind of metallic, the other one's textured more like a leather, and then the black one is um not sandstone, but like a very nice texture. It's just it's a grippy texture, and then there's of course well, a cutout for the G. I'm really
1: proper happy with my pixel 7 pro case so is there one that you really like out of those three skins
0: i haven't you know i don't know i so i the um, the wood skin that i had on my pixel 6 pro from last year that was from them they sent that out to me and they, so it's really nice, oh, they nice. Do a really good job uh, but you have to do the heat gun or not the heat gun the hair dryer thing
1: the other oh, two yeah yeah,
0: yeah where am I here am I doing it correctly here now these which i think you you're probably gonna like a little bit more too since you're rocking the uh Pix- sorry the Xperia so we have a more of oh. a leathery black in the back we have a solid oh, that gray. light gray if I can and steal then, that gray from you that, and that would that camo be but look yeah. at the camo I'm
1: not super big into camo no. but I love no. the idea uh, of uh, like having an even tr- lighter
0: yeah 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 oh no no absolutely you do, sort do of no, matte you got finish. you got And there's a cutout for the for Sony, so there's a cutout for the word Sony too, so you get the gets it. So next time I see you, (laughs) I'll absolutely take that one
1: take that one off your hands. I I'm I'm pretty much down for any of the Pixel ones if you if there's one that you
0: like uh, specifically, but yeah yeah yeah, I I I gotta see because my where is my Pixel? Oh here, so my Pixel is in and on. It's not in a see-through case, so now I need to get a see-through case to put it on. Um, Yeah, honestly, I have a clear. I have a clear bumper, but like
1: I said, I've I've really enjoyed being able to kind of pop on quickly with the mm-hmm. Peak Design uh, accessories yep. mount. I, I haven't and, bought and the Peak might, Design
0: one, and I've been meaning to, but yeah.
1: I might reach out to you, because they just started uh, a phone mount system of their oh own. Oh my God. Okay, okay. So I love that. We'll, I love that. We'll, we'll have to see if there's like some fun competition there. They, I don't think they've made any specific cases outside of like, I think they have iPhone cases. But it's like the peak design, they make like a, an adhesive mm-hmm. mount that then yeah. can go on any case. And I exactly. might do a clear bumper for that and then have the peak design so I can like swap systems yeah, just by probably. popping cases on and off. So we'll, we'll have to see how that plays.
0: No, no, for sure. For sure. And so I know it, it seems like it's a lot of things. I just wanted to get that out of the way before I forget. <laughs> so, for sure. Thanks, man. Next time I see really you, cool. I will be bringing gifts. I'll say that.
1: Well, and and definitely, I mean, a shout out to the to the folks at Extreme Skins. That, that was really oh, they, nice of you. I that, that's really cool. Absolutely,
0: and not sponsored. I mean, they were nice enough to send it. And if you if you do decide to uh, to buy them, just use code TKBay, uh, and you'll get a ten percent off your your order. Again, <laughs> Greg's No, no Greg saying you should, you should hold out for for my Rokid. <laughs> my
1: my, <laughs> yes. my Rokid. You can have this Xperia skin if you give me those XR
0: glasses. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude! no, no, for sure. For sure. Uh, But yeah, no, I mean, Sam, Sam knows about them. He he used to to sponsor his stuff, but for us, it was just nice. Like I said, if you guys save, there's not, it's not an affiliate. There's nothing. We don't get anything. You just save a couple of bucks off your order. I'll say that much. So definitely very nice. Um, But to kind of bring it back to a little bit with where, with CES and all the news and all the things that kind of came out. I mean, there was a lot of obviously computer related technologies. I think Mm -hmm. CES is known for that. Um, we talked about it on Monday with the Lenovo. I yeah. want to say the 9i, the 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 Yoga Book 9i. And did, did you get to go by the the Lenovo? Uh, so I saw them the, at Showstopper. So, so they, they I was going to say, Show, yeah, yeah, they went to Showstoppers and they went to. Uh, they obviously they're they're they yeah they did their rounds, but they were definitely at not Showstoppers. They were at Pepcom. My mistake. Pepcom. Pepcom was first. Showstoppers was second. Um. So yes, no, no I got a chance to see it, and it, it's really something that you have to see in person. When mm-hmm. you see the the function, the functional o- aspect of it with the case, especially with the Bluetooth keyboard case that they're selling, yeah. that they're depending on where you're getting it, may be included. It makes so much sense like that dual display, just having that whole longer display. I was going to say, thing. we should okay, explain well, what, what is? this is. It's, yeah, it's yeah, basically Lenovo's
1: yeah, take yeah. on the Surface Neo. And again, we, we had Sam in the chat here really, really early on in, in the, the show saying like, hey, I'm yeah. so sad. Rumors are saying that it's pretty well confirmed. I don't know if it's outright confirmed, but there will not be a dual panel Duo 3. And the rumor is that Microsoft is going to be looking at making a traditional folding plastic screened device and it's just so sad because microsoft was the company that got us really lit up about dual panel portable laptopy things from the days of project courier to some mm-hmm. of the the teasers for things like the surface neo and now yeah. here's lenovo doing it legit yep. and microsoft is the company
0: that's walking away from dual display now and you're like, <laughs> they're like every, they're every time we get so close it. They're like, like, they took, they they basically said, "Hey, you announced it, we made it." (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you took forever to bring it to show. Um, I I'll say that obviously yoga books have been around for quite some time. We've seen different iterations from from Lenovo on the yoga side, but it's always been somewhat of a foldable type of a device, sometimes Mm -hmm. with an e ink display, sometimes with um, you know, just more of a three sixty. The I think it was the Yoga Book three sixty that went all the way the other side, started us off on a uh, tablet experience and laptop experience at the same time um it just it works so nice at least from what i've seen in the in the few minutes before people because there was always a line every time i wanted to go see it Yeah. everybody was excited about it because there was very few things i'll say that were super exciting at CES this year like there was a lot of technology there's a lot of iterative technology and new things kind of going on but i felt like from the computer side things that make me excited there's only two PCs or two type of technologies that got me excited First was the Yoga Book 9i. The second mm-hmm. was a razor laptop that they came up that encompasses a creator and a gamer at the same time with a okay. refresh rate, with a uh, basically a, a laptop that goes from QHD 120 to 1080p 240 resolution and frame rate. Okay. And it actually is able to upscale and downscale without resizing or changing anything. You can just basically choose nice. the profile you want to work. So if you want to be a creator, you can go up to 4K at 120. And if you want to play mm-hmm. games, you drop down to 1080 or, uh, you know, I don't know if it's 1080 or QHD, but essentially is you drop down to that up to 240 refresh rate. Like it was crazy oh, how they were nice. able to put that in the same body. So that technology for me is exciting. Obviously, they had a few others with their, um, uh, what's it called? Their, their 4K camera, the one that utilizes mm-hmm. my you know, actual mobile sensor uh they they showed off project edge that was also exciting i got a chance to play with that earlier so to me it was uh, it's i'm waiting for them to send out those emails and say hey i know Mm -hmm. you put five bucks to reserve one would you like to finally (laughs) buy it (laughs) because for 299 you can't really mess with it seriously with the with by comparison to the logitech i feel like this is night and day what this is what logitech should have shot should have gone for well, but that that's what's so mobile. crazy to me
1: is is uh, I I think the popularity of the Steam Steam Deck took yeah. a lot of other manufacturers not by surprise, but I, I don't think that anyone was expecting the sort of audience outpouring and sort of the uh, so, sort of the PC gamer reaction mm-hmm. that we got to the Steam Deck, and and so what I'm hoping is that's going to spur on even more competition with these varying ideas. I think there's room in this market for mostly game streaming based hardware, then more Mm -hmm. Android-y style kind of crossover. You can play Android games, maybe some good PC ports and then game streaming all the way up into proper PCs like Steam Deck and, and now some of these other boutique solutions. Um, But you know, the thing is it's like now is that also it's also at that precious time to market where the Steam Deck price is putting a lot of hurt on companies that were maybe not aiming quite as uh, as low. Uh, as aggressive for their yeah, performance.
0: Like they were, so, yeah, exactly.
1: So already we've seen price cuts on the Logitech. I mean, isn't mm-hmm. it now down to like two ninety nine? I want to say or something like that.
0: <laughs> and I got it at the three fifty. But no, I no, absolutely. During, but again, I mean, like uh, a fifty dollars thing is not
1: Oh no! It was down to uh, two fifty
0: uh, yeah. during uh, the. Oh, 100. it dropped even lower. Yeah, okay, it, so, it, Yeah, it dropped, that would they, hurt a little they, bit more. It, it was like, <laughs> and it was like, oh, I don't even have the box. It's not like I can return it. Yeah. Um, even or even just call, like, say, hey, can I get my refund? No, um, no, you know, I, for for what it offers and what it does, I I feel like it's it's a good solution. And one yeah. of the things I really appreciate it's actually because of um your your real or your short that you put out this week. So Mm -hmm. TMNT, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Shredder's Shredders Revenge available off of if you have Netflix, of course. And surprisingly, if you were not running Android on a gaming experience, controller based experience, uh, then that would not have worked. So for me, because the Logitech is an Android tablet at at its Mm -hmm. core. And I do have Netflix. I'm able to just log into my Netflix account, jump over to the Google Play Store through the gaming it's section and download it for free. And now I have an extra game that I can play with controller configuration. So it's not yeah. as bad as as it, as it stands. And for the most part, Omar loves it a lot. And, um, you know, like with the exception of a few games, which I really wish they would do controller support, especially yeah. even on Android. Um, I think it's it runs pretty nicely. I think that's pretty much really where where everything is like just fun. You can play Fortnite, uh, you can play through GeForce Now, uh, you can get really good graphics depending on the Wi-Fi, or you can download stuff. So, mm-hmm. I, I but I, I still think the Steam Deck is the center of all of this. Oh, Razor sure. Edge is is coming to play with the G Three X, and I think that's the, the biggest exciting thing that I wanted to see there. I, I played with the original, like the bulky version of it from twenty twenty one. And this year, it's. Just I think so
1: that's nice. the thing that's making me a little concerned. I still think it's going to do well. I okay. still think it's it's something that um, Razer has kind of dabbled. I mean, I remember some of their like their attempts at making Windows powered gaming tablets in <laughs> the past, and yeah, yeah. you know they they've they've dipped their toe into this market a couple of times, and every time they do it. it Something like they learn something else. I, mean, I yeah. still have my Razer Phone too, over on well, the bookshelf. I'm, I refuse I, to let it go. I have, but here. I, I just want to say real, 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 real quick, the only thing that makes me a little nervous about that is already seeing some of the spectacular performance improvements on the Snapdragon 8 Gen 2. And so yeah. now if I'm trying to plan out where am I going to spend my entertainment dollars um, how how do I want to balance, like, maybe I spend a little bit more on a phone. I, maybe I, was, I wasn't I was going to go premium tier phone, but maybe if I spend a little bit more on that phone and then I throw on, like, a controller accessory, mm-hmm. aren't I really close to that kind of performance, power you're, you're, emulation? You're
0: very, you know, you're, what, you're, what that You, you would Steam, be very close. I mean, what that no, no, Razer
1: thing has to offer.
0: The... The only thing that Razer did end up throwing in, and, and a little bit more of a unique thing, the Kishi controller that comes with it, because the Razer Edge is mm-hmm. for everybody's preference. It's literally a tablet style type of sure. uh, computing power. Oh, yeah. yeah the yeah. controllers snap on and snap off. So oh, it's definitely a little
1: bit more in keeping with the Steam Deck if you want the, yeah. the slightly larger but not full sized tablet screen. I, I totally appreciate that. Absolutely. But I'm looking at like total entertainment dollars per gadgets. Yeah, and no, no, absolutely. Can can you From, can you say seven hundred dollars? Seven hundred dollars could get you one of the phones that we're playing with right now with the Snapdragon eight Gen two. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to say I, can I can seven hundred dollars like, get you as as nice an experience with closed. a razor and a cheap phone? And I don't know that
0: that's it's hard it, to do the I math could, on that. <laughs> it, it gets you it gets you close, with the exception that I will say this: the the the, the razor edge. Is two mm-hmm. nine, I think it was it 299 Right. So for the $299 and it's a dedicated, uh, I, I guess but I'm, then I'm you'd trying to be I'm, only, but you'd be spending you're, like you're no, three no, no, or you're $400 on a phone. Plus on top of that. It, no, I'm totally with, with, with saying. the experience. <laughs> when, I'm, when I look at it, the way they implemented it, at least from what I've seen at, from the hardware that I've seen prior. And, and I got a chance to see it again. CES. the cooling, uh, the cooling mechanism on this is absolutely next level. Like it actually stays cold after many hours of demoing and playing games and doing. So there's no question there. It's pure. It's definitely a purposely built type of an experience. The controller that comes with it isn't, isn't going to be sold separately. It's an included controller only if a special version Kishi pro two, I think the way they're going to do it with audio Mm -hmm. input. You just keep Uh,
1: talking. I'm not doing anything related to what you're discussing at all. No, no,
0: absolutely. As long as you're not doing what I'm I'm talking about, we should be fine. Um, and I think from what it offers, if you are looking to be connected all the time with an, uh, always LTE and of course anything from gameser, um, it it proposes a, a unique experience, and it runs more. <laughs> no, I'm not, runs no don't!
1: I'm, I'm I'm not trying to distract you or
0: anything. This no, no, no! Is, you're not. You're doing totally a very bad a... job of not distracting me. Uh, what I'll probably say is, it's something they have to try. Maybe that's the best way to say it. It's something you have to try, and <laughs> once you see the benefit of it. Because I didn't no. think I would like a Steam Deck till you got one, nearly as much. I'm as not going to lie, right? Yeah, because yeah. I, I at the beginning I didn't see, I truly didn't see the worth of four hundred dollars or so on a gaming control a gaming system that was going to take me months and months to get. I didn't even get it for six months till after I put my money down. But I still waited, yeah. and when I got it, it was like, oh my god, what? what the Oh, heck was I doing?
1: Oh, okay, yes, you know? I get this so, now. And and so I'm not trying to ride. I'm I'm really not. I mean, I'm, I'm being a little snarky for entertainment. Very sake, not low key, very low key, <laughs> but, but, it, <laughs> but like when you start, yeah, when we
0: start, <laughs> yeah, it
1: was pretty blunt. Um, yeah. but when we, when we start looking at like, what does this offer as an entertainment experience? And mm-hmm. I, I feel it's, it's, it's on, it's on me to be optimistic and to be excited about for some yeah. of these uh, competitive options, but then also temper that against the fact that like it is an Android tablet tablet it is core yeah exactly, depending on what you want to do and 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 what kind of power price performance you're aiming for, that Android experience can often be uh, sort of achieved in other form factors and in other solutions. And so I'll be really anxious to see, you know, like we're blurring the lines. Are we going to get some good premium tier phones with like good alternative video output modes, desktop modes, Mm -hmm. you know, putting an 8 Gen 2 on something that has like a thermoelectric cooler and then maybe plugging that into a TV that... That might be a better gaming experience than what I, a standalone tablet might have to offer. I talked to the, I, I talked to to the folks
0: over at GameSir over when I was at Pepcom, and I, they were very, yeah. uh, they were very, very nice. And they actually, and I can't find where I put it now, uh, but they gave me uh, <laughs> one of their uh, Microsoft controllers, uh, the, the Xbox oh, controllers. Oh, those are nice. Uh, yeah, with a replaceable faceplate. So that was nice. I'm, hopefully, I have a video for that coming out soon. And so I, I've just it. been
1: picking up this, this, uh, this is the X3, the GameSir X3, and it's the one that has the cooler. Um, yeah. the the electric the cooling pad on it, yeah. and and again, especially with Shredder's Revenge going to Netflix, I've been hooking up phones to this quite a bit, and man, wouldn't you know it? Like this iQ11
0: is performing really well. I'm, I'm honestly very happy. it. I finally it. got something with the HN2 in it. Yes, like, seriously. Um, uh, you had the iQ and for it's you've had it for some time, I think, and I know yeah, we talked about. Now possibly you know doing a trade and maybe borrowing it from you and i'm lucky Ooh. enough so your yours is the true bmw striped edition mine mm-hmm. is is a starry night effect and i don't unfortunately it does not Ooh. show well in here so it's a black with a, a like a, a star effect on there and it it looks mm-hmm. better in video um and you know surprisingly enough i forgot about that i i edited a video an unboxing of it and i put it in my instagram and i never hit post but I did do a reel uh, with the Insta 360 because I was like, I got this, and I got to do something unique with it. Nobody's right. ever gonna do, you know, Wee! you know what I mean? Woo! Um, looks weird in the in the reel, I know. And, and it, it, the reality is, I'm I'm holding the Insta 360 from this little uh, this little connector at the bottom, and essentially it has a, a zip line. <laughs> so you basically or a grot wire, depending on yeah, what you're. you're... <laughs> You're flinging in a uh, a, a three hundred to four hundred dollar camera uh, in air and hoping it doesn't disconnect. So uh, that's perfect. What could, what could go wrong? What could go wrong? I had to do that a few times before I realized what I was doing because I recorded it a few times when it wasn't a three sixty view uh, video. It was doing just four K sixty from one side of the camera, and I was like mm-hmm. looking, and all I could see was basically my feet doing circles on the ground. So it, uh, <laughs> I'll say this. It, it's cool once it's done and once it's edited and i love how what tech can do but you're right yeah it's a tough conversation uh, the agent is starting to show up i mean we heard obviously everybody i don't know probably everybody already knows um you know february 1st looks like it's going to be mm-hmm. um, unpacked for samsung so those are going to be essentially the first you know u.s launch of an agent 2 processing device uh, maybe
1: do we want to talk about the rumor for Samsung? Have you heard about the rumor for Samsung? Rumor for Samsung? You mean? or you mean the? So so the rumor, the rumor the okay. rumor started that uh-huh. that what was going to go into the S twenty three was going to be a special overclocked version of the eight Gen two, and now the rumor has extended that the reason why it's going to be a special side oh, okay. version is because. Samsung will fab their own version of the HN2 and they will not be using the TSMC version of the HN2, which is making a lot of us really nervous. Samsung foundries have been hurting lately. They just lost a major part of an AMD deal because they haven't been able to get their advanced nodes and their yields up to snuff. Mm. and. I like my tensor-powered phones, but not because of what Samsung's doing. Because of what Google is doing with machine learning is yeah, surprisingly yeah. performant. The yep. actual Samsung part of this equation is just okay. <laughs> so if if the uh, Galaxy S twenty three is rocking a Samsung-fabbed version of the eight Gen two and is climbing to a higher clock speed, that could be (laughs) a bit concerning.
0: Oh oh my God. So the last time you showed up to the party, you showed up hot and you were, Mm -hmm. you're throttling yourself and now you're coming up with a Mm -hmm. hotter, more perform. Okay. So, and I guess maybe, the, long, maybe OnePlus, the OnePlus 11 on the 7th of February. Well, would
1: if if that turns out to be the case, then the first uh-huh. real 8 Gen 2, as like as what the rest of the world is going to experience as a Qualcomm powered smartphone, is going like to be a truly, on the OnePlus. Yeah. 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 I, I, I'm very far, anxious like about this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. <mean>. Because uh, <laughs> what? There's, they're talking mid February, like first or second week of February. I forget when they said the announcement date was but it wasn't I, late,
0: right no 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 um so uh they they launched it on the 5th uh in china 9th is when no, but came the, available for sale they were going to be doing
1: another international yeah,
0: it, yeah that's on the 7th that's the 7th of february that's the 7th that's right yeah, so yeah, first sorry, week that's of february right. it's literally like six days after samsung's unpacked um mm-hmm. that they would do but it, yeah so okay I, I will have to wait and hopefully the rumors are very badly elaborated i uh I don't
1: see the thing that's that's really upsetting to me is see, I don't know when if Qualcomm at, would
0: wanna would wanna like why would Qualcomm be even oh you know what I mean like I mean if if it's a Samsung fab, so that are we talking custom SoC like custom not just overclocked HN uh, two the,
1: if if these were people and not multi billion dollar corporations uh-huh. I would I, I would apply motive. You, yeah. Again, I always try to, like, preface this in my videos, like, there isn't one guy, you know, Mr. Apple, and he makes yeah, the yeah, iPhones and everything and makes the all the decisions.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that, floor, that's not how any the of these the,
1: companies yeah. work. But were I to treat global semiconductor industry billion-dollar corporations like they were people, I, if I were Qualcomm, I would say, okay, you are going to sell maybe $20 million Galaxy S-series phones. It's not, you know, that that is a draw for the pool of chips that we're going to get fabbed from TSMC. Yeah. If you want to eat that instead and you want to fab your own, that takes pressure off of the other global supply for mm-hmm. the 20 to 30 million phones that Vivo and uh, iKu are going Iku's to sell. And the which, 15 yeah. million phones that Xiaomi are going mm-hmm. to sell. So go ahead and, and and take that and make your own. And we can call it an 8-Gen 2. You don't have to call it an Exynos or anything fancy like
0: that. Because that was one of the and other rumors, that, that they were going away from Exynos, and Qualcomm was going to be the default SoC for everything.
1: But, but they're it's Qualcomm, but not
0: fabbed from TSMC. TSMC, it's going back to Samsung that was... So... Like they left, uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. So... I'm okay. I'm
1: really anxious because what we saw from the eight Gen one, mm-hmm. especially with the sort of year over year gains for things like GPU performance, again from eight Gen one to eight Gen two, we see a pretty significant bump in some of those numbers, mm-hmm. and TM- TSMC's fabrication is. Mature and it's solid and and Same I point, yeah. I mean you you you've started digging into the iQ11. I've been I've been running this thing pretty hard. Oh it I know I, I, a I've had it wonderful a a like not that long. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> no,
1: you you <laughs> just got it.
0: Well, I'll just um, got it. Yeah. um
1: But but it has been a really wonderful step in the right direction after the eight Gen one to the eight eight plus Gen one. So yeah. this is again. Another weak year. I, I went back and, and today I tried just looking up like, obviously I don't have very fond feelings for Samsung anymore. I used to be a mm-hmm. diehard Samsung knight, but lately I feel like they've really struggled to get the job done. They don't really deserve being the de facto option for Android phones in North America. I don't mm-hmm. think Samsung success has helped the Android ecosystem and, um, Yeah, I'm looking through and you're like, we got all those early stories right at the beginning of the year. Galaxy S22, it's going to break these sales records. And man, we we pre-ordered more S22s than any other Samsung phone in the first week of this sort of launch cycle. And they missed all of their expectations. They wanted to move 30 million Galaxy S total. Mm -hmm. Uh, They had to bump that down to somewhere just under 25 million. Just under 25 million puts it at the last year of the iPhone SE all by itself. Oh, wow. All of the Galaxy S phones combined sold about the same as one of the least popular, popular iPhones, iPhones available. Well, even
0: even the least. Yeah, exactly. The smallest form factor, the the, the phone that basically comes out once every two years. Um, the... and, and that
1: we won't get another, like they're not refreshing the SE this next year. And,
0: and I just wanted to put this into further
1: context. Mm-hmm. Everything was kind of weak at Samsung this year. They they had to bump down their yearly uh, global sales twice. Originally saying, like, we're going to move 300 million phones over 2022. They yeah. bumped that down to somewhere around, I think they said 275. So they cut yeah. it by 25 million, and then they yeah, still yeah. couldn't hit that expectation either. So Samsung's continued sort of weakening in the premium tier is hurting Android premium tier in total and and really we haven't seen samsung operating mm -hmm. on all cylinders sorry i'll shut up here in just a sec we haven't seen samsung really operating on all cylinders since the s10 the s10 was the last peak year for samsung really kicking ass that doesn't exist anymore and we've seen sales plummet like 40 to 45 percent since the year of the s10 and they keep pulling these moves. I don't know if you saw the leak today. Like the new S twenty three looks like it's basically just a a clone of an oh, iPhone seen... fourteen.
0: Oh, iPhone. Okay, so I, for the leaks I have actually seen uh, for the most part, it's supposed to look exactly like like this guy. It's supposed to be look like exactly like the S twenty two. Like, uh, like almost... only they're they're
1: now going to flat screen, flat sides, and that kind of rounded rectangular look that the iPhone has.
0: Flat screens on it on a note i'm sorry no on I mean, I the, 20, the yes right. i mean oh uh, the the non the non the non uh, ultra you mean the standard uh, variant so, i know i, I think all
1: like... three might start getting them because i don't know that we're going to get a note replacement in 2023 the rumor again this is all rumors speculation oh, no no, no leaks. i absolutely I... Like I was that. just
0: assuming that the S23 Ultra is going to be the S, the Note 23 Ultra just called an S again like they're going to just go back so, to that. So
1: like they did the 21, it might be a, an S penless phone, phone as the an ultra S-pen option with an with an S pen option. and you can you, you can go it. every other year for the Note fans. I don't know what Samsung's doing. If you just have a Note and an Ultra, then you've got all of your bases covered, but they're yeah. playing games with the names of their products. And I think it's just gonna to lead to more consumer confusion. But regardless, well, the hence the why so S20... many
0: and so many conversations I going on. I mean it's... but <laughs> so
1: far the S twenty three and the S twenty three plus look like they're just gonna be iPhone fourteen
0: clones at this welcome... point. Yeah. So welcome to iPhone fourteen. I mean uh, sorry, Samsung fourteen. Um <laughs> well we're, well I'll, I'll say this today is what the 12th tomorrow is friday the 13th so for everybody that feels unlucky yeah you know, um we are literally weeks away from from what could be a very interesting start of the busy season february looks like it's going to be a very busy month um yeah at, at least from where i'm seeing where we're, we're one plus and we have obviously samsung coming in at the beginning there's rumors also, since we're starting to throw rumors around, uh, that the Xiaomi 13 <laughs> Pro and 13 are going to be launched at MWC. So that yeah. that could potentially be also another nice uh, agent two kind of a conversation going on. So a lot of things already coming up and um, for sure, you know, we'll have to see. I, I don't. So I'll, I'll be honest with you. I haven't really been keeping up too much with the Samsung um rumor mill this week has been kind of a little bit of a fog for me ever since i've been back mm-hmm. um
1: I, I think the only reason why it kind of popped up on me was like over over the day before yesterday and yesterday everyone was out there with their pre-order your samsung affiliate links buy, buy from my affiliate link to pre-order I, your samsung and I, say I, I ten dollars
0: yeah, yeah. and i'll give you a hearty well, handshake no no speaking mm-hmm. of which speaking of which there is something to be said also about that. that. So, I'll, I'll, I'll full disclosure, <laughs> I have my own, and I do typically do affiliates. Sure. stuff, But that's not what I when I want to talk. The, the pre-ordering <laughs> process this year is very weird. Oh really? Typically, when you pre-order and when you reserve, they typically give you a hundred to two hundred dollars worth of credit towards your pre-order. This year, according to the to the site, that if you go there, um, it basically is fifty dollars if you want to pre order the S twenty three series, and it's a hundred dollars mm-hmm. if you want to do pre order two. Because it looks like there's also going to be some laptop things. It looked like at least there was three selections at the top in the uh, in the pre selection option. So the only way to get hundred dollars off is if you pre order two things, which probably means you're paying close to twenty five hundred dollars, if not more. To get a hundred bucks off, so Samsung, okay. I, I which I'm almost tempted to think and say that I feel like trade ins are also going to be hurting this year. So this, yeah, this, this hope. I of mean, being the trade ins were just
1: okay last year. Like they were good, they were, but they weren't they as were, good as in years past.
0: They were good for the first few days only. Like when we did it on the on the, if um, you remember the flip, the Z Flip and the the fold, uh, yeah, trade ins, right. They made a mistake initially, and they made people that bought the, the Flip 3, the standard edition, get like a $900, which is more worth yeah. more than what the phone would have been. Even for sure, yeah. And and it's the same thing with all the fold. They were given $1,000 for the first few days. But then right after the initial kind of like couple of days, they dipped it to 900 and even lower later on for trading in the Z Fold 3. Mm. So I think we're going to see that level of experience in there, which I feel like it's going to hurt them more because... They they got people used to in that, you know, in that fashion of like, oh, I always got the best deals when I go to Samsung. And then if yeah. they go to Samsung on day uh, you know, with the S23 series and it's you know, you get fifty bucks for for, for registering in advance, which is not bad. <laughs> no, I mean it's a right. free case. But but, sure. but, but you know that's, what I mean?
1: that's not that's not enough to keep someone hooked in and it feels like Samsung has gotten kind of weak about
0: and I'm wondering how they're gonna do their that. their their tier, the storage tier uh configuration, yeah, yeah. because last year they were they were pretty big on pushing up free upgrades to get people to mm-hmm. basically buy higher storage phones so therefore when you upgrade again you can't go down the down storage because you were like well i don't want to yeah. buy in 128 I, i've been living the 256 life long story short it's going to be a confusing beginning of february <laughs> i'm hoping that as as we get through february you know oneplus hits it out of the park i mean we already know a lot of stuff about the oneplus seven it's not like a very hidden the phone really launched we're just going to get an international variant version of it um, and I'm really hoping that Xiaomi does um, a really good job, also with the 13 and the 13 Pro. Uh, again, mm-hmm. they've been doing great in the Chinese market. So I just want to see how the agent 2 has been performing on different hardware. Yes. And the fact that I got a chance to play with it now, I'm I'm really super stoked. Like I was seriously. So you 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 you've um I mean, because let's talk about iQ here for a second sure, because sure. iQ this is is, is doing IQ. something. <laughs> this is is this first. your legit your first? Legit. Well, no, I'll take that back. I, I borrowed yours last time, which is the oh ninth row, right? right? I, yeah. No, wait. Uh, I got it from you. I think you lent it to Scoop, one? and I got it from Scoop, or did I get it from Barry? It was either Scoop or Barry. No. Oh yeah, yeah, that. One. Yeah, they all look the this- yeah. same. <laughs> it's the BMW. I borrowed that one from you for for a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. After I think it was either Barry or Scoop was using it. I forgot which one. I think it was sure. Barry. I'm pretty sure it was Barry. um but this is the first one you've really gotten to just kind of live yeah, like, set this, it up the, on your own and the, you do that thing, yeah. Yeah, and and it also because it's also the 1st agent HN2. You mean you know I like I feel always weird like I go to the I go to launch events and so on when they announce hardware like Qualcomm talks about like you know and shows us all this great things that we could do, and of course you know it's how fast can you start playing with that tech? It's typically you yeah. know a month or two or whatever, so you get the opportunity to play with it a little earlier. I got to play with the HN2 version of the Vivo X. X90 Pro Plus for about a day a little yeah. bit 24 hours at CES which thank you again to Erabong uh, from board at work for his generous, generous allotment of time of letting me borrow it. Cause I did not expect he was going <laughs> to like Hey, you go, let me reset it, go play with it. Give it back to me before you And, and I, I love you think. like a brother,
1: but if I had been in Vegas with the Vivo X90 Pro Plus, I would have been like, Hey, TK from my cold dead hands. Yeah. I, oh, I, I know. You this I wouldn't even
0: <laughs> No, no. With you, I would not even ask. I would like not even uh, like I've known this guy for years. <laughs> I I I, every time we've talked and I've always said, hey man, at some point I want to be able to borrow the 12s Ultra. I no, I realize there is a there is a I'll say this. I realize there's a certain amount of time for whenever you get a piece of tech that you're really excited for, and I got very excited Mm -hmm. for the X90 Pro Plus. But the thing about it is, the X90 Pro Plus is not international. It's it the the three variant uh, of the X90 that I got a chance to even go briefly hands on um, were. Uh, basically, uh, China models uh, two yeah, with the uh, sure. with the Dimensity 9200, which is absolutely fantastic to see hardware, flagship level hardware, because the X90 Pro and the X90 Pro Plus both share the same main sensor. So you get yeah. that one inch type sensor on both, although the secondary sensor story kind of changes. Sure. You get the same main flavor. Um But yeah, it's. It, it's things that I've never typically I haven't typically worked with I had to basically uh, for the lack of a better word kind of like you know get, uh, bamboozle you out of the X70 uh, the yeah. X70 Pro plus by the way the x70 Pro plus for me freaking amazing like it's seriously, so good so good 2022 so good.
1: 2023
0: still the phone I rock so to shoot
1: I want I, I, I wanna I want to kind of catch up here though because sure. uh, what, what what are some of the first things that you've done you've got an iQ 11. I mm-hmm. feel like the iq 11 is going to help us set the stage for a new entry premium. I hate the word flagship. No one should ever use the word flagship to compare different manufacturers' phones. Okay. The only thing flagship means is the best phone a company makes. It is the flagship of that brand. If you're going to compare yeah. phones, we need to talk about like pricing tiers. And we need to talk about what the function of the phone is. Like, if you want a phone that has a stylus, that is a different conversation than a phone that has the bestest cameras. Exactly. So, I feel the IQ 11 is now, because it's not a pro. It's not no, no, the no, IQ 11 Pro. That's China only. China only. Yeah, exactly. So, this is now what I feel is sort of setting a new stage for starter premium. This is significantly nicer than a mid-ranger it Mm -hmm. is absolutely not a flagship killer and it's too expensive to be a flagship killer but it does have some of those compromises that keep it from being sort of a higher premium or ultra tier device Mm -hmm. and so i feel like this is the new sort of starting phone that kicks us into the lowest level of premium, but that's still a six to $700 device that is not cheap, but it's not eight hundred, nine hundred, maybe a thousand dollars. It's, it's kind of like the transition we've gone from mid rangers and gaming phones and flagship killers. The IQ 11 starts us off at what a more luxury premium phone should resemble. So you got it. It's got crazy specs. It's got all the specs. You put your account in there, and the first thing you
0: do on it is... Well, install games, obviously, but no. uh... (laughs) (laughs) No, I I, obviously, it's Geekbench, man. Come on. You install Geekbench first. (laughs) The only thing you do on phones is just run Geekbench all day long, right? Absolutely. I ran it in four different modes. Uh, No, actually, first thing I did with this is... um, because I so the the vivos that I got a chance to play with were running Origin OS, so they weren't running the uh, the uh, what's it called FunTouch OS. Uh, FunTouch, yeah. So what where this one does? So there's there was that factor. T- also tell me, FunTouch
1: has now become like the least fun skin. It's, it's like it's, the least animated. It's the least it, bouncy, and it I, looks I a like lot color, like Android eleven. Like, uh, it's hilarious. I was going to
0: say, Color OS and Oxygen OS are a little bit more fun than more fun Touch E than fun Touch the way fun sure, Touch. Sure. Know. Too many. How many? How many times can we say fun Touch in one conversation? Uh, but yeah, <laughs> to, to, to get uh, comment. Absolutely. Ben, Geekbench and N22 are the first things you install on any phone. Only things
1: worth running on a phone. I mean, and if they don't give you good scores, you, just, score, you just
0: shut it down and put it back in the box.
1: And you just look at look at the numbers on the screen and you go, "I feel gratified."
0: For me, honestly, the first thing I wanted to do with this is I, I wanted to take out and, and test out the cameras. Unfortunately, the, when I last night when I got it, I didn't get a chance. There wasn't enough light. Today we had some good lights. So I was able to take a few shots. But yeah. um, what happened is because I took last week off and I came back to the, to work this week, there was just a lot of work backed up on my end. So this week, when I said it was kind of a fog for me, it wasn't. I haven't been catching up a lot of things. Uh, it's just been a lot of day job kind of kind of getting into the new year and getting back into the the whole cycle of things. Um I haven't used Geekbench for a couple of years. Yeah, tech for your uh, needs. Tech it's like for your your you're,
1: you're, you're correct there. I like I, I like using Geekbench to show how it doesn't reflect real world performance at all. So I look at this mean, big number.
0: It it is big. It is definitely um, but then also I love the fact that they have uh some optimizations done specifically for monster mode like it's easy to access monster mode where it's not hidden yeah. within a menu menu like we've seen that with i've seen that at least with oppo and with OnePlus where you have to go into the battery setting to turn on performance mode here it's ser- seriously just a swipe to the right you turn on monster mode if you want to turn it yep. on it's and it's it, it's exactly what you think monster mode would be on a phone um overall ui everything you're right it is very clean very minimalistic super fast super responsive flat display as you'd imagine you'd want to get it on the phone uh i like i said i haven't really put it through its spaces yet as far as overall performance because it, it i just it caught me off guard <laughs> i was like yeah i didn't expect it yeah, i honestly it thought it was sort of be the mail, mail for you <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the dude the dude knocks on the door and it's like you know from dhl and i'm like wait a minute i'm not expecting <laughs> a dhl have anything. and then DHL? i was like oh looky here like, well, how you you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so I so, felt like I was going to like Happy New Year right there. have to say, I mean, because it, it's
1: not that I'm knocking the S23 for having a flat screen. I'm mm-hmm. I'm actually really happy to be going back to a flat screen. One of but, the things that I...
0: No, no. Go, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. I was, no, I was going to say... No, like, after I, you, I insist. Gamers, gave, gamers insist on flat screens. Because of the false touch and because of the performance on yes. there, you get a much better, more consistent. Uh, Any UI problem.
1: elements that go out to the edges, your touch is less precise. And and um, have you have you fired up Luma Fusion on? No, this is not, so silly. This so is not, ridiculous. Yeah, not on this one. Okay, you're gonna love this because it's got a flat screen. The render button. So you go to hit render. And it's got uh-huh. all these little iPhone elements because LumaFusion uh-huh. started out on the iPhone. Right. And so then you say, okay, I want to render it. I want it to go to my media folder. That's not a thing on Android. But sure, send it to my media folder because iPhone. And then on any curved glass, the final little render button, render button. always ends up on the edge of the curve. <laughs> and it's like two or three presses before it'll recognize. And the flat screen on the iQ perfect. Gets it in. Get, well, perfect. And so the, any, anytime you have gaming elements or UI elements, if you're working on a spreadsheet, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, this is great. And so one of the things that I think is going to be really interesting to see are the companies like we, we obviously the, the one plus 11 is being teased and there isn't a OnePlus 11 Pro that we know of. The IQ 11 that we've got on our hands right now is Mm -hmm. not the Pro. There is a Pro that's available in China, but this is sort of blurring the lines between a a, a number phone and a T-series phone. And so if we get a few more phones like this, we compromise on a few of the nicer things. Like we don't have the massive ultrasonic fingerprint sensor. We don't have some of the nicer camera sensors, but this is still... The fourteen forty p hundred and forty four hertz panel, so it's not just flat screen. Oh, you got the cheap ten eighty p version. This is the nicer, brighter, faster screen. They just didn't curve the sides of it. So things like that, I think, and you you may have an edge. It's (laughs) so nice. I mean, again, I've, I've been, I'm, I'm, I'm purposely like trying to derail our podcast here, bringing up that game, sir. But popping that in, not having those warped reflections on the top and bottom of your screen, it fits in perfectly. The thermoelectric cooler lines up right where you think it should. The yep. the eight Gen two is already a better performing SOC than the eight Gen one. But mm-hmm. then you can add a little extra cooling to it. The gaming has been phenomenal. The content creation has been phenomenal. I, I wish. We mm-hmm. had some of those other lifestyle features. The 9 Pro's fingerprint sensor is still magic, that, amazing that, to so me. That
0: was the thing I, I, I honestly thought this was going to be on here until I turned it on. I'm, Im-, I'm rem- sorry, I'm remembering the 9 Pro because that was like a crazy yeah. fingerprint sensor. Like literally, you're, you're they were using the next generation, the, the, the sensor that we saw back in 2020, in 2019. It's not a yeah. new technology. We've seen this. No. Qualcomm has it before, they released yeah. it, but nobody uses it and it it like you could put your finger anywhere in that cube and you can unlock the phone and you can lock so nice. you had the the the, uh, the custom launcher functionalities in there with different options so to mm-hmm. me i so i'll say that i was expecting that here but it didn't take too much away from me from the experience you're right it it does feel more like a t series um approach from when i i mean just yeah. from the initial kind of impressions but I- I will it say is 144, and it is QHD. You cannot knock the fact that it's running with the, with the technology. This, this is the, the nicest screen. This is for gamers. Yeah, it's shooting for yeah. gamers for sure, definitely. But, but this is
1: absolutely, I think, the best screen currently on a phone today. Yeah. I, I again, I like. I'm there, really struggling there, to think because like are rumors so about many of these. The,
0: um, the Red Magic was it? Uh, Red it, Magic 70? Eight. Eight? Oh, yeah. So the new Red Magic that's coming out, they've been teasing it out. So there's possibility, that obviously, the Red Magic may, but I don't think Red Magic will leave the 1080p resolution. No, I, think Red I don't Magic think so. Is, is their bread and butter is 1080p. If they go to 165, it'll still be there. Uh, but I think it's the 1080p resolution. I can't resolution think of panel. anyone
1: else who's doing high refresh QHP rate, f- quad HD, and flat front face. I'm really trying night. to think, and night. I can't. Someone, please correct me. I know there has to be on. one other was phone the Poco, out there that's doing all that. Was but. the F
0: was the F four GT flat or is it curved edges? The Poco. No, it's we flat, but video. it's 1080p. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 it was 1080p. No, yeah, you're right. I don't think anybody's jumping in at QHD 144. Everybody's staying at 1080p and QHD for the most part. Even with Samsung and and most will stay at 120. Uh, OnePlus last year had it at 120. Uh, an Opus state to 120. I think uh, for the most part, yeah, you're right. QHC has been stuck to 120 for a
1: while. I I love this idea. Just because we have this nicer OLED that can bend, Aiku is sourcing these really awesome OLEDs, but they're not bending the frame on the numbered phone. So um, uh, Simon Says Hypno, I just want to say thanks for kind of giving me the the shout here. Um, When you start to really dig into this, TK, I'll be curious to see your thoughts too but i did a write-up i know i saw i saw the, I saw the, the comment the moment 11.
0: I, <laughs> he's like yeah juan put it out like it was not timed by the way simon it absolutely I, had no it was pure it was hilarious
1: that that's the way it sun, worked out
0: planets yeah i didn't know it was showing up yesterday i didn't know it was going to put out a reel on it today so gonna, <laughs> seriously <laughs> uh I, I mean obviously i told juan when i got it because i was really excited uh but that was the extent of it yeah so at the end of the day i will say it's exciting yeah um uh, so the, the I, I didn't do really like
1: one right. of my forty-minute-long camera deep dive videos, but there was still creepy enough there that I I, yeah. I I did a longer yeah right. You need to do yeah, yeah. A, a revisit of the creepy tunnel soon. Um, but I did do sort of a, a camera review and as as a written piece on mm-hmm. on the Patreon, and I think you're also going to be I, I think you're going to be tickled by the absolute pure horsepower of what the phone can do. Yeah. We're not dealing with class leading camera sensors. Mm -hmm. The main camera sensor is a good sensor. It's a one over 1.57 inch type sensor. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's kind of just a normal sensor. Like you can get that on a $300 Poco. Like that's not, I actually, I think I have a Redmi that has the same size sensor. sensor. It's not, it's not a mind blowing piece of camera slab anymore. It's but they do when it. you That's the thing. when you tax that V2 with some really really dark photography, um, obviously the Vivo is going to outperform it. The Vivo X series phones are going to outperform it for those larger sensors. Beautiful, but with
0: a beautiful low light. I it's so good. Explain how good that phone was. I mean, I, I went to the Samsung booth. It's nuts. And I was looking at their monitor with the RGB in the dark. It was, everything was dark. And you would really need a good camera and a very good sensor to be able to capture that color. Mm-hmm. It was butter. Oh my God, I had a hard time returning that phone. I mean, if E wasn't bigger <laughs> than me, I, I really like, yeah, like maybe even try. I
1: keep forgetting, like just from watching his videos, like, oh yeah, he's like a foot taller than I am. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, you meet E, you're like, hey, what up, bud?
1: Yeah, well, but there's something kind of magical about yeah. taking what you know is a, is sort of a step down in terms of optical camera technology and you're pulling off nighttime shots that dramatically outperform pixel seven pros. It, it's pixel it's seven night sight is excellent. YouTube. It is so yep. good. And then I take out this IQ 11 with a significantly smaller main camera sensor. And in half the time that you have to hold steady for your nighttime shot, it produces a brighter, more color accurate, and better dynamic range. So I I love this one setup that I've got where... The the hills in my neighborhood get like scary dark at night. You don't want to walk around by yourself at night and I have to do nighttime photography shots. And I'm pretty i try out. never to
0: visit you um, at night, but yes, no, thank you. You,
1: you yeah. shouldn't. No, I'm serious. It's it's kind of a safety hazard. I'm doing dumb dangerous stuff for my YouTube channel. But there's this one house where it's like the trees help block what little street lighting we have. And okay. and like to your eye, it's like this is super dark. It's it's like almost blackout dark. Yeah, and yeah. so if there are any lights on in any of the windows, any other phone but a Vivo blows out those windows. So you can't see that there's anything there. It's yep. only Vivos and IQs that dramatically brighten and, and correctly get the color, which is astounding to me. But then... They'll paint in the HDR details of like the curtains with the lights going behind them and like, mm-hmm. oh, well, there's a bookcase and you can actually see books on the bookcase. It's not just a blown out light source. And, and again, it, it's computational photography has absolutely wrecked the point and shoot camera market. Mm-hmm. It's starting to eat into entry level mirrorless cameras. Your phones oh, are yeah. getting that good. Now the computational processing of a little coprocessor in this like $650 phone is starting to catch a smaller sensor up to what we would expect from like a $78900 more premium more expensive device. And again, oh, it's like we can we can see that sliding scale of software and processing start impacting other phones. Like if you can do this with a less expensive phone obviously it's going to get better if you can attach a better sensor to it that's oh, that's course. a no brainer the yeah. X series is handily going to outperform an iQ but that iQ is is hanging with like iPhone 14 pros and Pixel 7 pros with a distinct sensor disadvantage and that that again i, I you're going to play with that you're going to go out take a couple of low light shots and you're like yeah you know what this feels like because you've been playing with an X70 Pro Plus. Yeah, I like it. It's I not that like far behind.
0: Of, like I'm back at CES and I, I need to go back to some really low light, badly lit environments, yeah. which always like, my God, whoever designs these things at these shows seriously needs to be either fired or just get <laughs> into a room and sit down with a couple of people and say, look, blue light makes no sense. Orange light makes no sense. You want good photos. You want people to take good content off of what you're showing on the show floor. Give us some know, decent light. It's so bad. It's crazy. But no, but it's seriously, so with the the reason why I choose the X70 Pro Plus, because of that function and this, I mean, this X70 doesn't have the V2. Um, I, I got really pampered last year as well with the uh, Mario Silicon X with the Oppo, but mm-hmm. I feel like even even at that, I feel like the V2 is way better. Like it's much more stable in in especially in video content. Um, I yeah. felt like the the Mari Silicon X did really well in in capturing images. I was able to do really good stuff with the images on the Find X5 Pro. Video did well, but I still felt like the Vivo X70 Pro Plus did better. Like that was For the sure. weird. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I I covered CES two years now in a row with the same phone actually same exact phone just <laughs> different stages of when having like now it's actually right. at, at its home at its forever home last year was more like hey tk you can borrow it for this few weeks kind of thing but you know um it, uh, it, it for anybody that's listening if you have never tried a vivo x series from the 70 i would even say from the 60 up but the yeah. seventy for me, because that's where I kind of because I felt like this is when they changed. The X fifty was more; they were trying to shoot for that whole gimmicky, gimbaly, you know, run with your phone kind of thing. Yeah. But something changed at the X sixty series. The seventy did better. The seventy Pro Plus out of the park. The X eighty came out, and you have the X eighty mm-hmm. Pro. There's the X ninety Pro Plus and X ninety, and and all the other one. Yeah, absolutely. These are focus. monster performing. See, Nvidia that's not would like focus, no, 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 no. It's uh, it's the reflective. Isn't... Cover, co- cover, yeah. cover the top reflective part. That's come on, come on, yeah, Panasonic, see? you can yeah. do it right there. It's the reflective because uh, it's reflecting the monitor and it's trying to focus on your monitor through the glass. There but we yeah, go. yeah, with the Zeiss optics, man, it is beautiful.
1: So, um, so I, I, yeah. I think you need to get out there and because you were saying you're like, oh, well, it was kind of dark and I didn't want to do like a thing, you're like actually. Out of all of my shooting scenarios, like the daylight shots are good. I think Vivo, de- Vivo and Aiku definitely push into territory that's a little too bright. Mm-hmm. Um, that their their style of HDR processing is is kind of like aggressive shadow lifting and maximizing brightness in every conceivable scene. So and I, I regularly this is
0: one of the first. Uh, you can't. Yeah.
1: Them.
0: Like it's really <laughs> not know. that. Yeah, but it's... I
1: know exactly because it turns that rose into like electric sherbet. <laughs>
0: A little bit yeah. like, oh wow. I even took a picture but, but, of, a, of a tiny bee that was I, on the I ground. feel
1: like from from their era of hey, we're the crazy gimbal stabilizing company to now, I think they've actually found a better footing with aggressive HDR and crazy computational low light photography. Like and that. that's that's where I, I think Vivo has carved out a strong niche and it's completely different. It is yeah. a totally different flavor than Oppo and
0: OnePlus. Like oh, the, the they two are cousins, like this, the, the, uh, very yeah. distant cousins from like yeah, increasingly distant cousins. Related. Yeah, yeah. You, the, the, when you think of the fact that they fall under the same umbrella, and that maybe some parts may get mixed up in the in the supply chain, it's hard to tell that they're even related. Let's just say that in yeah. that experience, Vivo and iQ stand very different than uh, Oppo, OnePlus, and Realme, and uh, as far as 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 far as hardware and and mm-hmm. they all offer different experiences i feel like uh, oppo's focused more on experimental and more new features type like you know we had the t- uh, the periscope camera uh the microscope camera mm-hmm. like what's it on the find x3 pro uh the find x5 pro went over to the mar silicon x the new and then we're going to see also i mean hopefully that the 6 will have the mar silicon y which is what excites me yeah. also on the audio side improvements in you know custom mm-hmm. audio processing not just custom video processing with the mar silicon so Maybe maybe that's something we'll also see on on Oppo at some point. And then um, I'm also seeing some rumors saying that Oppo is also going to be jumping into the uh, uh, not Oppo, uh, Vivo is going to be jumping into the Flip, uh, but not looking yeah. nothing like the 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 find end the find end to Flip, which at some point I'm assuming is going to get launched. I don't have any word on that, but it, <laughs> more and more rumors are showing saying I see posts saying it's passing the FCC, it's passing this, blah blah blah. So there's some chatter. It's coming out. It's hopefully soon. But yeah, I, I'm excited to see what they do. For sure.
1: Uh, so Simon says, hypno saying battery life on the iQ11. And again, I I always have to put the huge asterisk that I don't get proper 5G support, but I've been getting it, pretty yeah, decent same. LTE. 4G um, LTE is the best
0: we can get. Yeah.
1: One of the other things that's exciting is the the V2 the V2 co that we've mm-hmm. been praising for all of its camera tech is also one of the driving forces behind how the phone operates for high refresh on the display. Mm-hmm. And so my battery life experiences have been really good. I don't know how this would operate. Is it set to um, 144 it,
0: out of the box, or do you have to turn that on? I forgot to check that off. Yeah, you know,
1: like, I, I don't even, I, I think they're, they set it to 144 quad HD out of the box. Set it and I think they're, you know, like, they're confident that the V2 is helping take some of the load off of the SoC for driving the display. They don't uh-huh. play that game that Samsung is, plays where it sort of detunes your screen for better battery life. The iQ is just like, yeah, go do it. You want crazy so fast? We'll
0: give you do, crazy fast. What do you want? So,
1: I mean, you, you haven't messed with any of those settings. Like, if you go into your display settings, is it Quad HD 144?
0: Right. So for me, it, it looked like it was no, it was running at 1080p one uh with smart oh, okay. switch. So it was smart refresh rate um on it, but I the good thing is that you mentioned it because I typically do turn those all the way to 120. Like with any of the phones mm-hmm. that supported, if you have a 5,000, roughly five thousand milliamp battery, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to have a full solid full day with QHD and one twenty or whatever the highest refresh rate. Because you need to be able to enjoy this phone. And if you can't enjoy it for a whole day, then something is up. So for me, yeah. uh, it, it didn't have it off on, but I also know that, you know, I don't, Samsung does that automatically, never says anything. Mm-hmm. You put even, even their, their Ultra, it runs in throttled mode on 1080p at at 60 frames per second, uh, or mm-hmm. sometimes they'll put it as smart. But the, the thing that frustrates me is like the knowledge that people don't like, you know what I mean? Like they have a fast car, but they don't know that the car is, is running at right. it or, you know, like one third less. It's, power it's like,
1: than you know, you, you have that one friend. We all have that one friend who went out and like put a really nice GPU in his gaming yeah. PC, but then connected his monitor to the, to the, to, that, uh,
0: to the VGA port. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, exactly. That was okay. built it, into it, the it, motherboard. No, no. Yeah. But it, it's, it's always frustrating like i think it's for me it's like the 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 race for how fast and how how things you have to do it right but you also need to build it with an understanding of if you're going to build something that runs this fast you need to give it enough juice don't cripple don't cripple the experience down the samsung's approach to the fold 4 this year or last year I keep calling this year um was very surprising like they went with the better processor they went with the 8 mm-hmm. plus gen 1 they didn't go with the a- 8 yeah. gen 1 so they went with a faster processor but not only was it throttled, it was throttled without the ability. They took away the option to be able to go full force to crank it up. Yeah. Yeah, which we had, which we still have, I think, even on the S21 Ultra. So or the S22 Ultra. So for me, the the, the frustrating effect is the like again, people wouldn't just not know. And in and, and what ended up happening to me is like I've gone to different places, and let's say I'm trying to do a comparison between things, they're like, it's not, there's no comparison. This is really meant to be a very tailored experience. Samsung doesn't want this phone to warm up in any shape, way or form. The adaptive charging that we have in here is very much a slow charging technology. And you're not even getting a 5,000 milliampere. And then, and then you get, you know, OPPO coming in and saying, look, hold my beer. Let me show you how it's supposed to be done. Right. You know, 66 watt charging, uh, 120 Hertz refresh rate on the inside and external display, uh, pen input support. I'm waiting for OPPO. I've been bugging them. I want them to send me the pen. (laughs) I want the pen for the Find N2 uh, Fold. Uh, to find them too because this has to happen and i need to see how cool this stuff is so yeah for uh, sure it's <laughs> like it's crazy i know we're not in february but i'm really excited i mean cs was great but february looks like it's going to be bonkers like seriously crazy competition almost from everybody yeah. you know I, and and i, and, I, and I wouldn't be surprised like, if Vivo has something somewhere going on somewhere i wouldn't be surprised it's you know what i mean like the, at some point the hope is
1: I mean, because, again, I, I, I think one of the few things that's kept me from, like, rushing and throwing money at, like, Giztop to get that <laughs> X90 has yeah. been... I've I've been getting to spend some quality time with this IQ, and that's helped kind of scratch that itch. But yeah. we don't get some news on an international release for the X90 Pro Plus, I might just have to sacrifice some budget early to get that phone. The other
0: thing that I'm also hearing some rumors is that possibly that even though the, uh, the Xiaomi 13 and 13 pro are going to be launched at the NWC, we may hear Mm -hmm. about the 13 ultra. So hopefully whatever the the successor to what you have uh, from Mm -hmm. last year with the 12 S ultra, that may be something being talked about because uh, I still have my 11 ultra. And I feel like that's still a very good, like with Android 13, we finally got the video, uh, the video feed to the server to the rear display that we didn't have before, so it's still definitely a, um, a camera system that you could still use nowadays and still enjoy it. But yeah. I want to see what they're able to do with more of that one witness type sensors on on these mm-hmm. smartphones. And the 13 Ultra is going to be crazy when whenever that comes out. But yeah, I know I'm like I, talking I, vaporware. But I know,
1: and this is all just like the rumors and speculation podcast. But it's it's also just been kind of interesting because like. The rumors on that really seem to be pointing more towards, hey, the one inch sensor is that's like that's like the point of that phone, but the companion sensors were gonna be getting better and the, the the telephoto especially was gonna be a big focus. but um, yeah, we've got a lot that i I think is gonna hit and hit before m w c so yeah. that then people have stuff to show. I mean, like, at, we know about it, MWC. but then you get all your hands-on at MWC. I think it's going to be a little bit different be. different year for, for a lot of, like, we're not going to do secretive pre-briefs. We're actually going to announce early, but then use MWC as a way to get, like, you know, th- these products in people's hands to kind of play with and to showcase. Well, I mean,
0: Google did it very well last year. They, they jump started and circumvented all the leaks at, yeah. at IO. They're like, this is what the seven pro is going to look like. Okay. Yeah. This is what the watch is going to look. Here like. Here it is. We got it. <laughs> There's no, you don't have to speculate. It, we know what it is. It's there for sure. Um, and I think that's that's I think if we can jump into that, not that I don't enjoy leaks and rumors and I don't enjoy the drama every once in a while, but at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I, like the Samsung rumors from what it, from what you're saying today, like really, like <laughs> like they're going crazy you, you know it is it is and and we're we're weeks away, which means decisions have been made and, and things have been done. This this could be either confirmed or basically wildly like oh my god what happened? Um, we'll have to see. We'll have to see how that goes and if it, if it is. If they do end up doing an overclocked version, I am, my hope is that they're able to elevate their technology and their their processing, their process to mimic to what TSMC is doing and that they were able to get something a la TSMC flavor but made by Samsung if Samsung is going to be doing it because it's only going to hurt them if they, if they get rid of the Exynos, which was already performing badly in the European market and overheating yeah. and slowing down. And then the next thing they end up doing is they start messing with the one thing that was, that's been working for them. That they have no control mm-hmm. over, but that's been working over them, right? Well, so... and, it, and it
1: just kind of sucks because, like, they also sort of dragged AMD. So yeah. Samsung did that huge, like, partner, hey, AMD graphics come into an Exynos. Isn't this going to be great? And it really wasn't. And then I, I feel like that was a part of sort of souring the re- relationship that Samsung Foundries has with AMD. So AMD is basically cut, like, a whole bunch of their chiplet orders below, I want to say, like, 10 nanometers. So, uh-huh. like, heck from, like, four years ago. <laughs> and AMD saying, like, we don't think you can get it done. <laughs> we're going to, you, you can still make some of those other, like, parts and pieces that don't require that kind of technical skill to accomplish. But, no, we're, we're sort of done with that. For you, yeah. for the nicer stuff, it's it's fascinating to see like how all of that really hasn't been going Samsung's way for a couple of years now. And again, I, I, I'm I'm kind of poking fun at the rest of our our side of this as an industry less the hobbyist side, but more the I have to make money on YouTube side. I it, like we're seeing the same cycle start up all over again. Samsung unpacked is coming S 23. I can't wait for all the headlines. And this is going to totally be like about unpacked, harvest by the season. And like all I this didn't stuff. even
0: remember it. I, it came out of the field. But since the S
1: 20 Samsung mm-hmm. has not gotten that done. They've sold less year over year. They're not meet, meeting their sales expectations. I, I like their average selling price f- um, over 2022 rose like five per i'm I'm trying to remember these numbers from gsm arena they had a whole article uh early january breaking all the math down but like apple's year over year average selling price went up like nine percent samsung's went up like four percent and the only reason was because they were cycling more a series phones with 5g radios
0: well, so oh, and then they did that whole the you know, average selling S price combination. They had some. The bit average of selling
1: price of an iPhone was nine hundred and fifty dollars over twenty twenty two. The average selling price of a Samsung was three hundred and eighty. Oh crap!
0: Yeah, that's real score. bad. <laughs> yeah, that's and and that's and, and real they discontinued the A fifty three. They they released yes. the A fifty three. And so I, I I had the A53 on on T Mobile. I did that jump on demand with them, and then mm-hmm. uh, at the end of last year, I decided to trade that in for the N300 because I wanted to check out uh, OnePlus's Nord for for one, for Google for not Google for uh, for T Mobile and Metro. Um, mm-hmm. And the guy was like, "Yeah, we don't even sell these anymore." I'm like, "Yeah, I know they discontinued it." I happen to have the phone because I picked it up when it was around, but then yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> it's like
1: it's done, and now I'm giving uh, it back to you.
0: <laughs> and it, no, but I but he, he they always ask me when I trade in my phone. they be like, "How come your phone is so pristine? How come it's so clean?" It's because when I'm done with it, it goes back in the box, and it just sits there till yeah. I find another phone I want to upgrade to. Um, and typically, what will happen is if it's too much money, I just I upgrade to a cheap phone. To carry mm-hmm. me for an extended amount of time like usually i'll go for a revel or whatever sure but the n300 really kind of struck my eye and i wanted to kind of see what they did it was it's a it's an it's a i'll say it's a it's a it's good fine mid, it's a good budget phone for what it offers uh you get stereo speakers 90 hertz refresh rate the 600 mm-hmm. the six series uh processor it's it's definitely you know it meets the expectation for the price but it is still roughly about 200 bucks and Also, probably free if you get it on like a contract with an extension or a new line or something Mm -hmm. like that. So there was always good things, but uh, which made it very fun to see the the people over at OnePlus again at TES. Because last year, we didn't get to see them. There was the whole – everything got canceled last minute. Again, that was
1: another one I was like kind of bummed because like, oh, that would have been cool to sort of hang out. And that OnePlus team is always fun to interact with. So,
0: yeah. No, no, no. They're they're fun. They're fun. And um, I can't wait to – officially get the the, you know, the 11 uh, you know in the u.s market and availability and i want to see how they do it with the carriers um i'm you know there's Probably yeah. a good reason to believe T-Mobile is going to be one of the few that, that do carry them. Mm-hmm. And then um, we'll have to see. Because I've seen that... It seems like T-Mobile loves OnePlus. So there's that yeah. good... That's good for me. Well, I'm a T-Mobile customer.
1: Again, as as like an option that seems somewhat unique because mm-hmm. like, you don't really hear about OnePlus on AT&T to any great degree. And OnePlus it's... is sort of like a, a, a an on-again, off-again relationship with Verizon.
0: Um, yeah. to, to me, it, it's really... I want to say the ten are we pro going was, to get, but it hasn't we haven't seen a Verizon certified since the ten pro, if I am not mistaken. Mm,
1: yeah, but um, for me, it's really going to be: Are we going to see a one plus eleven? Because it's not an eleven pro; it's an eleven. Yeah, are we I going know. to see a one plus eleven launch undercutting what we would expect a base model Galaxy S twenty three to launch? If it launches in this seven hundred ish dollar price point it's uh, somewhere it's, in between a pixel 7 and a pixel 7 pro, 7 pro and it's under an iphone 14 and it's under, under a galaxy it, s23. It's s23. It's see, the galaxy s23 cuz it's really around around
0: 900 bucks for the 23 of what i saw yeah that i didn't see that well, but
1: but again that's that's if we see you know a phone that competes well against because again, I'm basing this on the the iQ. Again, we're speculating and doing oh no, the no, absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: None of the things we're saying here should be taken in yeah. any shape or form seriously, other than but playing with, with but the
1: cousin you. phone, the iQ eleven. If 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 that's where it lands, that is a a wonderful mainstream nice option, and again, it, it like. You you go you you pull out all the specs on what the iQ11 does well, and you look at how it competes against an iPhone 14 Plus because that's really the fair size screen size comparison. It's not the iPhone 14; it's the iPhone 14 Plus, Mm -hmm. and the iQ11 is better in almost every single way, minus wireless charging, for like two hundred and fifty dollars less. Yeah. And you're and like, you get, if, if you get OnePlus fast plus plays in, in that 20, space,
0: yeah, that's exactly.
1: Well, yeah. So, so again, 60 hertz iPhone 14 with an A15, a Snapdragon A Gen 2 is offering a nicer performance per watt Absolutely. in almost every single practical application. There is yeah. no iPhone advantage for SOC design like that anymore. But you know, the bright it has a much brighter screen at a higher resolution at 144 hertz. Um, with 120-watt charging and a bigger battery, a 5,000 milliamp-hour battery, what? why would you spend $250 more on an iPhone 14 Plus? And again, there is no answer in Samsung's catalog. There's this gap between A-series yeah. and S-series where they don't have a solution for this. So if OnePlus can piggyback on what iKu is doing and land somewhere... Around a seven hundred dollar MSRP, which means you'll have great sales or trade-ins. There will be price cuts on that phone. You'll have an incredible monster, screamer fast phone that
0: th- no other
1: manufacturer in the United States is going to have an answer for between six and seven hundred dollars.
0: I and I think that's the right. That would be the right approach to put it. And like you said, with trade-in deals and so on, like last year, I remember with the 10 Pro, I think, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, uh, T-Mobile was giving one for you buy one, get one free. Like you weren't even just, you know, yeah. you could get multiple. But even
1: going through OnePlus, I mean, like OnePlus offers
0: okay they have
1: trade-in the... deals. Like they're not terrible, but.
0: Well, no, no, I, I, I meant more of the, like the exposure for the OnePlus experience right now is at least for the U.S. market, a big part of why they're becoming more, more people know of them. It's because you you are able to go into a T-Mobile store, to a Best Buy, to oh, find sure. you will oh, find yeah. a OnePlus at some point in the store. I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna make it sound like it's oh they put them front and center. No, no, obviously you know you got Sam Apple and then OnePlus in the back next to Pixel kind of thing. But it's the solution at least that you're able to have that option as a selection. The N300 was on the show floor when I went to return yeah. my A53 <laughs> to pick up to pick it up. I was surprised, but it's there. So. Yeah. As long as OnePlus keeps on this 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 approach and they keep going forward with the, the relationship with some carriers, I mean, it doesn't have to be all, but at least some, that gets them into mm-hmm. stores, that gets them confers. And like you said, the price point, if they're able to price it right to make it a, a, a very good, um, not to say necessarily a competitive, but an actual option that, imp- that uh, surpasses what the S23 is going to give us. Based on what we've seen last year, the S twenty two was a very bad approach into what they decided to do. It wasn't even a good stepping stone to the S twenty two plus. It was just a bad device. I, I would not recommend yeah, the S twenty two. It's to a anybody. bad phone. And I have a feeling the S twenty three is maybe in the same boat. So when you compare the fact that a the price is going to go higher, they're giving less discounts <laughs> for people to get the phone. No. I think we're set up for a more expensive and Samsung experience. Gavaletta has
1: it nailed because you've got to go up against a Pixel seven. And a Pixel 7 at $600 is such a unique conversation where I'm happy to sacrifice some of the brute force CPU performance to get much better machine learning and AI performance and one of the best camera sensors that's currently on the market today for that main camera sensor. The main camera sensor, yeah. MSRP, $600. So if OnePlus releases an 11, not an 11 Pro, and yeah. it's north of 700, I think they're going to have some difficulties. But if the starter comes in at like 699 8 Gen that- 2... Fast charging, high that, that, resolution
0: screen. Remember the 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 10T did that. They were they sold yes. Pre sold the sixteen two fifty six version of that phone at six forty nine, the price of the eight two fifty six <sighs> or the eight one twenty eight for the longest time. And then when yeah. it did become available, you you seriously could not get any better deal for that for what that phone mm-hmm. offered. Six hundred and fifty bucks, sixteen gigs of RAM, sixteen gigs, right. not you know like fridge, no gigs of RAM <laughs> with UFS 3.1 storage we're talking some of the fastest display on the t- uh, charging technology on the market 120 120 uh, 20 uh why uh, watt charging you had a lo- there was a lot to say about the the 10t and it is a turbo it's a it's a fast phone yeah um and the 11 seems like i feel like it's from what i've seen seems like it's following along although and I, again it's just pro like, we don't know they may i think i just, just
1: got handle. like another I got another email from like OnePlus PR and they're like, yeah, you know, Hey, we're also going to have some sales on the one, uh, the OnePlus 10 probe soon. Oh, 200.
0: Well, no, 200 bucks off. Yeah.
1: It's five ninety nine. I think it's five 99 <laughs> or six. Was it 899?
0: It yeah. 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 It was They've massively slashed the pricing on the existing stock. And oh, I yeah. think that, that makes perfect sense. It's still a very relevant device. I still think it's a great device for, for what it offers. I, if you're able to get the higher storage one, I would recommend don't go with the 128. 256 is the right one. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it makes perfect sense. Slash the pricing on this, knowing that the 10, the 11 is coming out, um, and and start clearing up some shelves. I think this is the time to have crazy sales and get yourself some good deals on yeah. some good OnePlus devices. Running Android 13, because 13 is already out on the 10 Pro. Um, the 10T is still not on 13, which is surprising. I'm super, I, I was expecting that to be on the on the on 13 by now. Well, but, but it's it also strange be because long. it's it's out on the
1: nine Pro and the eight Pro, <laughs> and it's not yeah. on the 10T. So it's.
0: It, I, I would the, be a. I appreciate
1: people are a little frustrated with the 10T. It,
0: it's out on the beta channel, but it's just not on the stable channel. Let's say that. So yeah, no, I, it's one of those. Uh, you have to understand the development cycle and stuff. But I, I just again, it's been out for. Since september i think that's when we saw it last mm-hmm. when it first came out and we're in january so um i'll have to reach out maybe maybe i can bug some of our friends over at uh, oneplus it's like hey how about that 13 right you know what i mean um, and
1: so Michael Corcoran also brings up a great point. Like we're talking about six hundred dollars phones, let alone the Pixel Six A for two ninety nine at times. I mean, it's been on sale for three hundred dollars, uh, yeah. which has similar power to the uh, to the uh, Pixel Six and the Pixel Seven, and it was yeah. uh, MKBHD's blind t- blind test champion. It's funny that when you shoot really sort of regular, not sort of you're not really going for any kind of special composition you just sort of shoot some basic Mm -hmm. photos that a camera that focuses on a point-and-shoot style experience seems to take the best photos if you're not really being that careful with any kind of special composition and you're just going for sort of a whatever selfie that Mm -hmm. yeah you really shouldn't be spending more than four hundred dollars if that's the kind of style of photography (laughs) that you're trying to accomplish
0: and I think that's the thing. I think Google makes the argument for you know bank, oh, for the easily. book and what they're offering. ever since yeah. the five, I'm sorry, ever since the four xl I, I um I was looking through some of my footage because I was archiving. I found a hard drive, uh, one of my portable SSDs from a few years ago. Pre-pandemic. That's how long ago it was. That's to say that. I was cleaned up my bag. I think I mentioned it to mm-hmm. you starting in about a couple of weeks or now. I'm gonna have to start mm-hmm. going into the office. So I had to clean up my office bag and i found a hard drive in there with some footage from my first uh as t- uh, snapdragon summit that i went and i covered that f- uh, with the 4 xl like in mm-hmm. a lot of my footage and a lot of the videos i was like i had my pixel 4xl with me there that th- I, we talked about it like one of our favorite devices yeah. and uh, um so yeah i was like crazy man like i if my first, my first summit at Qualcomm, I mean, back then it was running a Qualcomm processor. So that's a different story, but you know what I mean? Like, you know, it was just a, it's, it's interesting. And, um, I'll say that at, at CES this year, I saw the most amount of pixel seven pros that I've never, oh, I've yeah. ever seen in my life. Like it was little, and it wasn't just creators. I'm talking about other people, like actual oh, yeah. users on the show floor, uh, pixel seven pro. I think it's, it's crazy. I, it's, 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 I told infectious. you, it's
1: like, I'm seeing pixel sixes and sevens at my daughter's school. Like, yeah, 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 they're they're popping up in the wild a lot better, way
0: way more. Um, and I'm see, and I, but I do see pluses every once in a while. I don't see them as often, but a Pixel is now not nearly more. as often. Like Pixels yeah, are becoming common. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's 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 a common sight to see a Pixel, which is it's refreshing. I I like that. That's I mean, good. I I use the Pixel Seven Pro as my daily driver, so I I mean, obviously, I would say it's definitely nice. uh I still haven't seen a phone uh, one find uh, find n uh, other than in tech 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 reviewers hands yet. Although but there it's... um there's there's a guy who works up at a a
1: little Chinese restaurant that has an Asus um an ROG.
0: Oh yeah yeah yeah. I, I see him and like he's...
1: whenever whenever there aren't customers in the shop, he's like always like loudly talking on the phone like out in the little sort of like courtyard area, and I've walked by a couple times and I was like. That dude's got an ROG. <laughs> Holy cow! Um, so it's my first real-world non-tech reviewer sighting
0: of an ROG out in the wild. It it it's it is very it is refreshing to see. I'll, uh, I will say that there's more OnePlus devices that I've seen in Europe than I've seen in the US. Yeah, uh, but it, it is it definitely. I'll, I'll say this: we're poised to see a lot of. Different approaches and different offerings around a very similar experience. I do hope that a very some a very soon, very shortly, we'll be able to get an experience the Dimensity 9200. I, I begged mm-hmm. our our friend over at MediaTek, the one that let me borrow his phone, which you probably mm-hmm. saw in a whole bunch of different creators' posts because he was doing the rounds. Um, I told them, y- y- you got to give us some time, like at least give us some time to send it over for a couple of weeks or so. Let us play with it. Let us experience the, the 9200 flavor and appreciate it for what it is. Because I didn't really get a chance to spend too much. I think uh, Simon Sessifno was asking me, how is the, the Dimensity 9200 from a, from a few minutes, maybe 30 minutes or so worth of playing with it and checking it out. It was, it, it didn't feel any different than what I've seen, what I was expecting yeah. it to be. It's fluid. Um, it, And, and again, the thing it is, felt it felt like it's... I was using a Vivo. It's impossible
1: to 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 tell, like being able to poke around a phone for like 10 minutes, I wouldn't be able to tell you the difference from an Gen 2 down to like maybe even a Snapdragon 865, 855. There's so little yeah. that you can really do to tax it. And that's a challenge where I feel a lot of manufacturers need to step up their consumer education where – if you're talking premium tier, 600 dollars and above, up to 1,000, then ultra-tier beyond that, yeah. you really want to be having conversations with your customers about, this thing does compute work. Mm-hmm. This is a laptop-grade computer in your pocket, and this is yeah. a, a, a truck to do things on not just oh i can kind of open up my instagrams a fraction of a millisecond faster like if that's really what you're doing like go shop in the mid-range and you'll get better battery life if you want screamer performance and you want like that that complete feel of 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 like uh for, for me like on the camera and you're gonna see this on the iq 11 you're clearing out your shot buffer so quickly compared to a pixel. A couple yeah. shots on a pixel and it starts slowing you down because yeah, it's it chewing up processing. all of that image. Not, not on an IQ. I <laughs> no, no. It, it's so much faster. So yeah, um, yeah. We, we, we probably do, uh, should start looking to, to kind of land this plane here, but um, <laughs> I want to shift gears and talk about something that a pixel can't use as well. That's a terrible segue. Um, I've been spending a little time with this guy right here.
0: I saw that one last week. Yes, 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 yes. Sorry. You, you, yeah.
1: you got to see it in person. I, you saw it in person before me and then they shipped me yeah. one. This is the yeah, next dock wireless. So the this dock, is a yeah. wireless, uh, th- this hold is on. a
0: laptop dock. Well, okay,
1: um, we, we so got do. Oh we yeah, yeah, do, yeah. That's
0: good. Uh, hold on a second. Let me do this. And, Ooh. Yeah, come on. And there, there we you go. go. Yeah. So, you got to do it. So this way. is
1: a. A laptop dock. It's it's almost exactly the same form factor and shell as the Next Doc 360. It's a 13 inch touchscreen with a yeah, keyboard and, still, and a trackpad. It Flips
0: all the way as well. I think. It right?
1: Flips all the way around, just like Absolutely. just like our favorite Yoga, you know, flip around tablet y <laughs> kinds of of laptops. Um, yoga. I, it's got a, a a smartphone input and an, a mini HDMI input, and then it also has. Uh, a memory card slot, headphone jack, and an additional USB-C accessory port. Uh, But this one is is special because Nex is adding uh, wireless. So there's a Miracast adapter and a little Bluetooth radio for not only the keyboard and trackpad, but also the touch input. So wirelessly... To your phone, uh, a phone that has a desktop mode like Moto Ready 4, the Honor Magic desktop, LG Screen Plus. I think Samsung has something that can do that. I'm not sure. You probably have I... to ask someone who uses a Samsung phone. Um, they might have something. I, I don't know. Uh, but you can actually like interact with the touchscreen. screen. There's a little bit more lag when you go wireless, but it can do that. And all of this has its own built-in battery, so not only does it power the screen and the keyboard and the trackpad, but it also charges your phone if you cable connect it to the yep. phone. So I'm going to have a, a video out on this, but you know, to spoil parts of that video, U-Perfect, um, which is the main competitor in this space, also recently came out with a wireless laptop dock, oh, which okay. was... A, a bit more on the pricey side. What's exciting about Next is that they're recycling the same frame as the Next Doc yeah. 360. The wireless radio is not prohibitively expensive to add on. So yeah. the, the Next Doc 360, which is the cabled only version, sells for 299 and this mm-hmm. is going to sell for 350 So it adds $50. If you want to, if, if you think, hey, wireless should be kind of a fun, um, kind of a fun thing to play with, mm-hmm. this is a hundred dollars cheaper than the you Perfect flavor of this, which is currently on sale. So, <laughs>
0: and, and, and the one thing I will also say is, keep in mind that this is still all of the same functions at the original next Doc 360 with the wired connections. Mm-hmm. So you could, Oh, you can absolutely wired or getting anywhere. Yeah. You can go wired and you can get charging directly and use your, you know, uh, favorite desktop experience. The wireless function is what got me and what got me really going. And specifically because he was able to demo it for me in a room filled with wireless and Bluetooth connected devices, walking yeah. all over the place. If he was able to run that in the middle of that much of a wirelessly congested environment, imagine how much you should be able to enjoy this, especially when you're out and about and you just, you maybe don't want to take your phone and have it connected. You want to basically leave it on the table and you just want to be able to do your work. It does the job and it works really like it has the functions that you expect with the added functionality of wireless options uh, if your system supports a wireless solution. Yeah. And it doesn't wobble. <laughs> and it, yeah, I was and trying to
1: does. do that thing. You know, when you have a pen and you're like, oh, I can make it look like the pen's wobbling. Uh, Only this, it's I a laptop.
0: It's <laughs> <spoiled>. <laughs> so
1: so I um laptop. Yeah. I, I, I it's been kind of a mission. Like I recently did uh I recently did that roundup looking at all the portable wearable displays. Yeah. Uh the TCL, the ROKID and the uh the Unreal. Yeah. And um I really feel like I'm becoming a broken record, but I, I just need more nerds to start being good ambassadors. Yeah, I'm obviously talking about some specialty items and some exotic items. Putting disp- a display on your face is kind of exotic, but I'm not. I, I'm not blowing smoke when I say get your family and friends some kind of portable monitor. If it's a standalone portable screen like it really is just a screen and you've got to plug it into power and it looks just like a regular desktop monitor but it comes with its own little sleeve if it's mm-hmm. something like a laptop dock that laptop dock has its own battery it can be propped up in a tent mode or it can be plugged into anything that operates on USB C or hdmi that's oh, 299 and yeah is not prohibitively expensive for a good 1080p portable display that also has a built-in keyboard and trackpad. You can plug it into input. something like, and touch input, but you can plug it into something like a Nintendo Switch, or a Steam Deck, or yep. a phone, or a tablet. You know, So right now I really feel like one of the absolute best um, investments that you can make for a variety of gadgets that you might own is some kind of portable display. And a laptop dock is one flavor of that. A wearable display is one flavor of that. I've got a really great Innocent. They they made an OLED. It's a gorgeous, portable uh, 15-inch OLED. And it it. goes into like a little sleeve and you can put it in your backpack and it can like be a second screen to a laptop or a gorgeous screen for a steam deck or Mm -hmm. plug a phone into it, plug a camera into it and use it as like a a field monitor. I I, I really cannot stress this enough. If you want to get more use out of the gadgets you already own, a portable monitor of some kind is absolutely the best way to go. And, and personally, I lean towards laptop docks because you've got a built-in case. It, the, mm-hmm. the, the laptop dock closes shut to protect the yeah. screen. It's got a battery to power. And then, it, it you know, I, I traveled with this in my Steam Deck. And my daughter and my mom are playing Shredder's Revenge on my Steam Deck with Xbox controllers plugged into this 13-inch display. Like, that was great. That was an amazing Thanksgiving memory to have.
0: Plus, the, the added the, headphone jack and, and memory card expansion option. Exactly. That don't get all, with any other any of your smartphones. All those most other things are in, in 2023. With the you don't have headphone jacks and, and memory card slots. Yeah, those two are exported. <laughs> and then the moment you get that function added back into that laptop dock, you start appreciating that external. Like, you can store things on the dock with that external memory card. And you can listen yeah. to audio using a headphone jack a little bit more personal and not have it to be too wired because you're going to be running wireless anyways if you want to run it mm-hmm. that way or if you want to run it wired. So I, it, it's such a versatile piece of tech. And it, it just makes it so – this is why I, I'm, I'm an advocate for it as well. I, I seriously feel like for me, I've, I've, I've tried the you Perfect, but I feel like stock for me right now still hits that sweet spot with the price point. They're doing their, their yeah. due diligence and they're trying to make it affordable. And like you said yeah. – the radios are an option and if you don't want them you can still get the 299 Get yeah, the the next Doc 360. Yeah, exactly, you're not out.
1: So I feel oh. like next Doc and Uperfect are dancing around each other in some really interesting ways. I feel yeah. like next Doc still has the better flavor of the traditional laptop form factor, mm-hmm. but then Uperfect has a couple solutions like the Uperfect 4K monitor yes. is really nice. But, like, the keyboard... You don't buy it for the keyboard blade. It's got, like, a a Surface Pro-style keyboard blade with little Mm -hmm. magnetic pogo pins. doesn't work that great. But that 4K panel is really nice. So, again, it's like each company has solutions like the other... But one company definitely, I, I think, has the better options for some form factors, and then the other company, I think, hits harder for other form factors. I've I've enjoyed using both companies' products, but so far, and this is the silliest reason to kind of pick it, but the Doc 360 is one of my favorites simply because it has that extra USB accessory port. So you yep. plug everything your phone in, you're using your phone like a computer, and you just want to plug in anything else, An like Xbox control. maybe. In, yep. Well, no, I was going to say like an Ethernet adapter, something like oh, that. that's right. It's, yeah, 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 and yeah, and and that works it in. exactly. And you can just throw it right in, or or like say, you know, like for me, I, I tend to travel with these um, one terabyte SSDs. Mm-hmm. I can't plug this in on my U Perfect, but I can on my Next Doc. So it's little things like that that I think kind of help color one purchasing decision one direction or the other but yeah I, I've I, I've been using both I still have like my second gen next doc the metal shelled body which is held up phenomenally well it if you buy a portable monitor it's going to outlive almost any other gadget that you would use it with you get kind of multiple generations of use out of it which is mm-hmm. I, I again I'm just saying it's it's such a good investment. And, and, and I, I really hope more people will kind of share that with their family and friends. Oh, you've got a Nintendo Switch. Well, here's mm-hmm. a really inexpensive portable monitor, plugs in on one cable, and now you can game sort of like docked style yeah. while you're
0: traveling. Stuff and like it, that and is it gets just more so powerful so with good. every system you upgrade. And yes. that's the beauty <laughs> of it because it's lacking the compute power. Every time you upgrade the device that you're connecting to it, the system gets upgraded. That's the other benefit. Yeah. It's in a, inevitably uh, future-proofing it. The only thing you would need to ever upgrade for is if you ever need more functionality. But like I said, yeah. you have both with or without wireless, and I feel like both solutions are still affordable, um, and they make perfect sense, especially for anybody that has device. Especially if your device supports a desktop experience or mm-hmm. screen mirroring. Even I, I would say even even if you have screen mirroring, like some of the OnePlus devices, um, oh, we yeah. don't have desktop experience. You can you can technically fire up desktop mode, but I meant to say like nah. you know like an, uh, not on an an Android thirteen.
1: Desktop. It's so, proper broken.
0: I, I will say one thing <laughs> that I got excited for at, at during CES. I saw that TCL is working on a desktop mode in one of their new next paper yeah. uh, the their the next paper next Tablets, paper twelve. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it runs desktop Android. It runs Android mode and desktop experience. So it so
1: very TK desk. Here's here's where you're you're behind. <laughs> uh, you might remember that uh, I, I spent some time with the nextwear G headset.
0: Oh, that's true. And when they
1: they sent over the next Wear G, they had a a special version, Mm -hmm. a very special flavor of the TCL 20 Pro. Yes, that's true. And that had, and it only worked with the next Wear G. Uh Pissed me off because it was a really good desktop mode, but it wouldn't work with any other display You couldn't fire
0: it up with any other display mode. Yeah, like yeah, you can
1: pl- yeah. It didn't work with the TV. It didn't work with a monitor or, de- or a laptop dock. But on the next Wear G, you would plug in this one special flavor of the TCL Twenty Pro, and a desktop mode would pop up. If they brought that over to a tablet like the Next Paper, it was real. This was like the best first generation version of a desktop mode. It looked. It I looked had very refined I've ever for, seen from
0: what I saw at the. It's uh, so good. It was very, it was very nice. I was happy to be able to get so, some some alone time with that a little bit. I, I saw that
1: too. So I got the the press release from TCL. Next paper twelve looks like it could be really good, and I like that it's already got um, it's got a folio case, a, like a folding prop up uh, yep. folio case, and the then it also has keyboard. a keyboard case. Yeah, that's the one. So that it us. can work like a like a laptop, and, and it's got and a stylus support.
0: Well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. All the things. I,
1: with it with a sort of e-paper display like that's mm-hmm. that's insane so again i'm i'm really anxious to see like what kind of distribution that might get in the united states because also that's something i'd really like to maybe switch out for lex mm-hmm. is a display that's less aggressively bright for when she's looking at the, the screen she's got exactly yeah for exactly and and you know, i'm sure it's going to be a premium product from tcl's perspective but I'll be shocked if TCL is like, "Well, it's a thousand dollar tablet." Like that's not oh, what well, TCL sells. No, 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 like, they don't
0: do that. <laughs> if it's coming out on TCL, you know their 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 main goal is to make things more affordable. Um, and even if it is maybe a little bit more initially, like the Wear G that you're talking about, I mean, they came out in they didn't come out in the U, in the US primarily, and but they were also around yeah. six hundred bucks the next S, 700 saw, yeah, yeah. it's saw 700 so in the us the next where s is striving to be more along the line of 400 bucks so they're already kind of jumping mm-hmm. in price wise much much lower in more across the board compare uh sorry uh, uh compatibility as opposed to having it specifically for a a TCL made device. So that's one of the things that made me appreciate the Nextware S as much as I was able to during my I mean with the pre-production hardware that we have, but but it's still really
1: good. But just think like having a dual display experience with like a TCL NextWare S and a TCL Next Paper 12 and like being able to like plug into a tablet, do pen touch interface on the screen, but then also be able to look out and have like a big picture view like We're so close to all these pieces like coming together and on products that that are not ridiculously expensive. Like a TCL tablet with a TCL wearable
0: display would still be sub (laughs) $1,000. Even the combo would still make sense. It will will make more sense than than trying to go with some of the flagships coming up. But uh, yeah, no. So I I just want to
1: I just want to shout out a few people that we had here. We have Ricky, the YouTube tech guy, he just popped in for a second. He hey, says, I, I love when Ricky. I saw Next Doc at Pepcom. And I said, I can't wait for some gadget guy's review.
0: And they laughed
1: and said, oh, yeah, we send him. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: seriously, I show up to them and say, hey, how you doing? Yeah, I, check like, out what hey, we have right up? now. And they're like, yeah, we sent it to Juan already. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I looked at them and I'm like, okay. Like, I understand he's like hot shit and stuff, you know, but what about my your guy? I'm here. No, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I was very happy that they were able at least that they thought of because the, the good thing about them is they they're kind of local to us. They're not too far. Like their office is yeah, not that like, far from where we are.
1: They're like just they're, just what is it? Just east of Pasadena? Like they're yeah. Pretty close. No, no, I'm saying yeah. we
0: really. I think one of these days we really need to make a field trip. Now that things are kind of low, oh, totally. so on, like as we get a little bit, when we just need to do a filter trip and then just you know just show up and it's like, hey, show us all the goodies, show us all the demos, show us all the the pre production, you know, b- breadboards that you guys are building stuff right. on and stuff. Like, yeah, I, I want to, and I'll,
1: I'll roll up with a car yeah. of their
0: stuff. Like, hey, okay, I've
1: got your next pad and I use it, and look, this is your next doc three sixty, and I love it. <laughs> oh no, I, absolutely,
0: and and to to Brian Glaze's point, yeah, absolutely, Juan is more important, of course. If, you know, it, it, it's always – I appreciate the fact that they think of us, and I appreciate the fact yeah. that they work with us together. And I, I, they've always thought of us kind of like as a – you know, we collaborate with each other. They knew – obviously, sure. I know Juan. They know that Juan knows me. This is We've been talking yeah. to them for many years. Uh, but uh, it, it was very nice that they were able to get something at least in his hand because – it's hard to get hardware sometimes, you know, they're, they're in pre-orders right now. They're not available. Yeah. There's not like there's a, they're sitting on stock of the stuff. So if they were able to get it to somebody's hands, I'm happy that it was one. And, you know, at some point, hopefully I'll be able to play with it. And then, you know, I got a chance to see it. I mean, it's not like I didn't see it, <laughs> you know what I mean? For I got sure. a chance to check it out and yeah, I have and the 360. So it's very, very, very yeah.
1: I mean, it's, it's almost identical. It's just, yeah, yeah. it's interesting to see what, where the two companies are kind of diverting, <laughs> In, in terms of the products that they offer, but anyway, there, there's going to be a, a video that I have out on that where I maybe also compare it a little bit to the sort of you perfect flavor of the same idea, which makes um, sense. Yep. Yeah. So so I'm hoping I can wrap that up for tomorrow. So we'll see we'll see how that all gets put together. And then, um, do you have anything else coming out this week? I know you've really been playing with I, that Insta 360. So oh
0: my god! So I'm trying to get good at that. Uh, I. I really, was, in my mind, I wanted to push out. I have a few things I want to kind of, I want to finish up my uh, my uh, Surface Pro 9 5G. It's due to go back to, to Microsoft. I'm almost out mm-hmm. of my time. I don't have a lot of time left. And it, again, used it with me on this trip. So I finally have three full trips on this laptop with me as, because I told you, I didn't take a DSLR. I didn't take my full, my full PC, my laptop, stayed at home. I yep. was truly mobile. And, and that's how I wanted to cover CES. And I did it. So um, I want to wrap up the story on that. So I don't think I'm going to push out anything this week. I'm going to try to just focus on getting the the B-roll and the, and the experiences built up. The Insta360, absolutely fantastic. Unfortunately, it showed up. I was originally supposed to take it with me to CES. It showed up after I left. Duh. So I came, I came back to a nice surprise. Very nice. And um, they, there's so many accessories, dude, that they sent me. Like, seriously, I have two extension. Co- uh, like, they have this one they call the Invisible Selfie Stick. Like it supposedly this disappears <laughs> with the camera, and I have this thing that goes up to nine feet. Like seriously, and and the you nice. know what the crazy part?
1: They hook together.
0: They, sta- <laughs> they stack these things. Stack. I mean, obviously, you don't want to put the small one at the bottom, but like you can screw it. It, it has an expendable uh, screw mount at the bottom. So, anyways,
1: um, I may nuts. not put anything
0: out this week, but for me, next week is going to be pretty much focused Insta um GameSir, the the controller the new g7 that they let me borrow uh, well they gave me nice. for a review um and uh and hopefully also the pro 9 so i want to close those out uh, and of course at some point uh, obviously since i'm not early on this i can in, i can truly spend the time and enjoy it and put out mm-hmm. something that i really enjoy from that so that'll be maybe for the week after next but a few social posts and stuff like that i'm going to start posting some pictures hopefully if the weather is nice this weekend, although I, it's going to be raining, it's going to be gloomy. It's yeah. weird. Like you get a new phone and you get rain. But, like, but okay. I'm
1: telling you, low take light. some shots in the gloomy weather in low light, and I think yeah. you'll rekindle some of the excitement of oh, oh, that's what this oh. thing can
0: do. But I, now I'm I just repeating definitely. myself. No, no, I know. That's so
1: totally. I'll do that. Re- wrapping all this up folks again we always plan for these to be about 90 minutes and I figured we'd run a little long and I just want to say thank you everybody to uh folks who have been supporting and tuning in and, and catching these podcasts this is actually show 100 this is our 100th stream and uh we we, I can't uh, believe unfortunately we, made, we didn't.
0: made it like we we crossed it first stream of 23 100. were, were
1: we like more functional grown-ups we should have planned something more special <laughs>
0: A hundred,
1: but we finally got there. Um, and, uh, you know, we just we just appreciate all of you who have been along for the ride and, and kind of sharing these stories and, and, again, just having some fun, kind of catching up week to week to week on what you're into and, and what you're doing. So uh, we appreciate all of the conversation and all the sharing and, and uh, all the support.
0: Appreciate it. And everybody, thank you very much for hanging out with us on a beautiful, beautiful, at least sunny day for us here in Southern California. Thank you, uh, Barry Johnson. Hopefully you're not too exhausted from, well, I, he, he said he's been driving for eight hours. So I hope you're doing okay. And I hope you get to your destination. Very, very nice. Uh, Rinesh, Simon, um, uh, John, as well as, you know, Steve, Bryant. Uh, we had uh, Greg come in earlier, Bryant in there, Steve. I don't want to say, I saw Farhan in, in there as well. And it's uh, just everybody, seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, spending Yeah, we had a great crew. We had Hawks in there
1: for a bit. We had Ricky, oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Brian we had I mean, like yeah. we had in the, and then uh, uh my tech reviews. Everybody hanging out there. Um and that's one thing I didn't get a chance to see Rolando this year at TES. So hopefully we'll at some point in one of my endeavors this year we'll catch probably up hang soon. On each other. Exactly. Always good people. So um well with that being said, this is uh this is very nice. Congrats on the one hundred and uh, we'll have to let's get to two hundred and you uh, know see how quickly yeah. we can get that get that out of the box. Be safe. Stay safe, everybody. Thank you, Marilyn. Have a good night. Hope you're doing well. Um, And we'll see you guys next week for another episode of the best of our week with yours truly, as well as Juan Carlos Bagnell, some gadget, some audio guy on the webs. Um, Show notes and all the links will be in the description and the audio podcast will be coming out hopefully within the next 24 hours. Take care, everybody. Good night. Bam.